Welcome to this special NeoZaz.com episode. This is the 2015 Year in Review. I am Matt, and joining me for this special are my co-hosts and good friends, Quint. Hello. And Dave. Happy New Year. <laughs> for the past two years, I've written out like a year in review just to kind of assess what we've done and kind of make a benchmark to see what what we had the most fun doing and what I want to concentrate on the next year and maybe even where to go from there. And we actually ended up doing so much. There's a distinct turnaround point in my notes. We did so much that it got a little overwhelming and I'd rather just talk about it. But I also didn't want to podcast by myself. So as I said, just said off recording, I managed to sucker Dave and Quinn into joining me tonight. Suckers. That's I right. I was promised beer. Well, you have beer, right? I do. That's right. That's why, I, that's why I'm here, because I <laughs> promised go. beer. So, so what I did was go through the past year, look at pretty much what we did release-wise, and now and again some articles that kind of documented what we did, and just made not even an outline, just kind of like a bullet point list of each month that kind of just go over the kind of ridiculous amount of work we did. And there was two reasons I asked Quint and Dave to come on. One, because... We're suckers. Yeah, well, three reasons. <laughs> One, you're suckers. Two, I don't think the three of us have ever done a show before, even though we've all been involved with news as a, pretty much from the very beginning. Is that yeah, right? That's true. Yep. I'm breaking my, to, breaking my I, Quint cherry. Yep. And I'm breaking my Dave cherry. No. <laughs> oh. And I, the, had to, I had to leave when, when uh, you guys yes. did... Uh, the you guys did a Swick episode with um, Smitty Dave Dave Smith uh, when we were down there for celebration, but I left a day early so I couldn't be in on that episode. Right. So yeah, this is actually the first episode we're doing. That's what I was thinking would have been the only time that we did, and then I remembered you weren't on that one. So nope. I generally refuse to record with Canadians, but I'm making an exception. <laughs> oh, that works. You know, I generally refuse to record with people from Philadelphia. Oh fuck no, I do that all the time. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> nice. And well, the third reason is when I get to a lot of the highlights, it's pretty much one of the three of us will be involved. Well, I I don't know how I'm on every show. I really hope that changes in 2016. I don't need to be on every show on this network, despite what it I appears. I hope that changes too, because I'm sick of hearing your voice. I'm sick of talking. I don't know how I have a voice anymore. You're prolific. <sighs> prolific. Pathetic. You're like this. You're like the prophylactic. Sam- <laughs> you're the Samuel L. Jackson of uh, podcasting. <laughs> Do I look like a bitch? <laughs> Yes. Does he look like a bitch? Shit. (laughs) But anyway, so I think between, except with the exception of a couple notable things here and there, one of us have been involved. So I thought that'd be interesting as well to get kind of an insider perspective when we get to it. But let's just get to it. Enough, Enough of the preface or preface. I was trying to think of a dirty joke in there somewhere, but it got way too dirty. So I jumped right to preface. (laughs) <laughs> and we'll jump way too dirty for this network. Well, without Chris here, that's where I should have brought oh. Chris in. Here, Chris, take this, Chris, and run with it. I could text him if you want. <laughs> no, it's actually right. one, one more person, and with everything we have to go over, we're going to be here all night. And I don't, I don't want it to be that long. Yeah, Downton Abbey's on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you actually really? watched that? Wow, hell's yeah! Oh god, jeez, it's elegant. <laughs> it's elegant. Well, back to the year in review that we haven't even started yet. So starting right off the bat, notes I made for January, I pretty much included the Orion launch coverage into January, even though it was released on the 31st of December. No one actually listened to it till the year of, or this year. 
the start mm-hmm. of the year. That was, I think, one of the coolest things I'd ever gotten to do. Yeah. I think that was one of the coolest videos you've ever put out on anything. <laughs> really? Um, the launch? Oh, fuck, I, I have that. I still have it on my phone, and every once in a while, I will still watch that launch video. Oh, cool. And a, major, and a major accomplishment for you, knowing your penchant for that kind of stuff, that the fact that you were able to do that, I know everybody that was involved with Neos as in any capacity was so happy for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was mostly hating him because I wanted to be there, but I was happy, sort of happy for him. <laughs> I think I don't I don't know anybody uh, other than Matt that has as much interest in NASA space and all that shit as I do. So it's like, true, right? Yeah, I was yeah. I was fucking jealous as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of all, the, all the people I talk to on a daily basis, you're the only one I'm trading Pluto pictures with. Right. I know. And as far as that, actually, that month. Pretty slow, pretty slow, and I noted the numbers because they start to shift pretty quickly here, about halfway through the year. We did release 14 episodes, mostly Swick. It's worth noting, I think, right off the bat that we released an episode of Star Wars in Character every week this year. Some yeah, a little different was, than others, but we did. Doesn't matter. That was a fantastic accomplishment. Yeah, it that's was, right. We, yep. that's we've never of, done with another podcast. Never have. Ever. And that's what kind of prompted the, even having a discussion about this year in the first place. Uh, there was Chris's micro movie reviews filled in the gaps past the popcorn did as well. Uh, as far as Star Wars and character went, I think a big thing that kept us going is that we mixed it up a lot this year and like er- about roughly every two weeks we released a special and we started this week with a, the, uh, what did I call it? The inside the Swick studio special. And we interviewed or I interviewed Christy. Mm-hmm. And I really liked those. Those were, those were really fun interviews. Yeah, and I'm thinking I might want to do that on a Neozaz level this year, like involve you and Smitty and Lou from Dial-Up Movies and a couple other guys from the other shows just to get to know them because it was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, Karen. Yes, of course, absolutely, yep. That sounds yeah. actually pretty cool because, I I mean, I learned a lot about you guys. You know, the, I mean, I've I've met uh, Chris and Dave a couple of times but uh, and Tim even a couple of times, but I have I don't really know know you guys i didn't grow up with you guys don't have that that bond so it was really fun to hear you guys talk about the old stories and all how you guys met and how you guys that was fun well cool there was there were special episodes for the people who are diehard listeners the people who are occasional listeners or just care about uh you know like some of the star wars stuff they probably wouldn't care as much but for the people who are really invested that was like a special treat for them yeah i think so we got some good feedback and it was from people that we've gotten to know on a more personal basis i don't want to say we know know them inside and out but we've 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 gotten a chance to get to know people that's probably a better way to say it and they're the ones who were most most responsive to it and they were look would be looking forward to the next episode so it was it was it was a honestly was an easy thing to do write up a bunch of questions adjust them for each person and then just let the conversation go where it goes much like tonight and it worked out really well and it filled up two months worth of special a special yeah. Oh, yeah it was a it was a good thing to release in the downtimes and and a good thing for those people that you're talking about i don't i don't think i ever told you this uh or anybody actually involved in neos as but because of like you're saying like these kind of connections that we're making with people online and that kind of stuff um and through the artmore project uh, a listener named dan is was really interested in, in in art and all that kind of stuff and things that we've been doing and he actually asked me and I'm going to do it to design a tattoo for him. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like it, he he said he was going he was like I'll pay you and I'll come out and and have it done and I was like first of all you're not paying me one red cent. 
you know, I, I would do it for free because I've never done anything like this, but it's a kind of experience that you get to do through shows like this, through meeting people that we've met through uh, podcasting. And he's got a couple of tattoos. He sent me a couple of things that he's interested in. And, and yeah, I don't think I'd ever even talked about that, but uh, I'm going to design something that's going to be put on his body forever. That's and awesome. So like a bouquet of dicks on his forehead? Ex- exactly. That's <laughs> oh, exactly. did I give it away? Oh, yeah. shit. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> what I'm, I'm actually drawing it now. Awesome. No, but he's uh, he has like an X-Wing and a, like a Jedi symbol on him already. And I told him, I'll come to you. Like you get it wherever you feel comfortable getting a tattoo. I'm going to take Chris. We'll go out. We'll film it. You know, this is like a yeah, big right. deal. That's an like, awesome addition that is not even on my wish list for this year. So you've already, I think you've outdone my wish list. I'm so glad I had you on now, Dave. <laughs> okay, no, thanks. <laughs> No, it's like that. That's the kind of stuff that happens through doing this kind of this kind of stuff. And like you're saying, like we don't know people, but you kind of do know them. Yes, right, right. It's yeah, great. That's that's what I was kind of trying to say too. Is like like through the through Neozaz and just like texting back and forth with Dave and things like that. I've actually like gotten to know him, and it's like it's it's been a lot of fun for me. I get to I've been meeting all kinds of different people just through the network, which is fun. Yeah, wouldn't it be just as a? I mean the 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 conversation between the three of us we eased right into it you've only actually you two only actually met face to face once right no at least twice because oh that's true you came up for the pennsylvania filming stuff yes okay okay i was thinking it was all celebration but that's true no you guys okay yeah we met at 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 smitty's house in uh, pennsylvania and then and then for the celebration yeah Hmm. okay all right well then i won't elaborate because i just ruined my own point when i thought of that <laughs> Good job. That's why I don't do shows by myself. That's why I have questions are so flawed. None of that stuff is probably even remotely correct. But I no know one's that there Pinky to correct Tu me. Pinky Tuscadero's name is Carol, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's right. So moving out of January into February, it, it's kind of more of the same. Stars and character keeps going every week. Uh I start up Matt goes goofy again. I I got an okay from my doctor to get on my feet, so I have a couple episodes of that. Uh, most importantly, uh, what will be important this year is Derek t- helped us out with the Grady's. We wanted to get a Grady's out. We were having scheduling conflicts with all of us, and we just went ahead and did Ghostbusters because it's his favorite movie and easy enough for him to talk about. And that kind of gave him a podcasting bug. And right now, you guys don't know, this is kind of behind the scenes. There's this email thread going on between Tim and our me and Dave's friend, Steve boast which i think quint will get to know his voice very soon and and derek about their tick podcast that they've been talking about and they are knee deep into just about getting that launched because derek kind of got the podcasting bug and realized how much fun it actually is to sit and chat about something you love with your friends in that episode so that i think is one of the big things that come out of that month no way yeah steve's gonna do the tick podcast Steve, tim and derek yep derek's great I've heard Derek on a couple of things and met him a few times. He's a really funny guy. He's a natural for this. Yep. But our friend Steve, I'm not just blowing smoke, is possibly the funniest person I know uh, in <laughs> nice. sev- in several different ways. Like he can be, uh, you know, uh, stand-up comedy funny. He can be like absurd funny. He can be funny in like a million different ways. So getting his maw in front of a mic is like the best thing that could ever happen for this network. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it now. And there is no tick podcast, which blows my mind. 
I mean, the fact that there's a podcast about the obscure characters of Star Wars, you think that's pretty much the bottom of the barrel as far as subject goes. I mean, when you when you Mike, when you focus in that tight on a subject, it's like everything else must be taken. But there is no tick podcast. Wow, you could probably get Patrick Warburton on there because what the hell is he doing anyway? What I was going to say he'll need the money. Another two big thing. Now that's the biggest thing I think looking going forward to come out of that month. But the two of the big things that happened that month for 2015 was this is I was surprised. I thought this started in 2014, but it was t- February 2015. Dial up movie started. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah, I would have thought that was a little bit older, yep. too. Our good friend and- Lou, who we have no right to even know, for some reason, loves working with us, has started his own show on News as in February. Yeah, Lou's I- like the coolest guy in, in, in South Philadelphia, and I've already said this to him because there's several people who have said this. There's no reason that he should ever even talk to us because <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a cool job. He's got cool tattoos. He's a cool guy. He's he's like devastatingly handsome. And why does he even talk to us? I don't know. We must make him laugh. It's like the fat well, ugly guy oh. that gets a hot girl because he's funny. No, I, th- I think I think you got that wrong, Matt. It's just like it just boosts his ego so much <laughs> when he stands beside any of you guys that yeah, it's 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 all about that. That could be. That could like, be. We'll play on his insecurities. That's fine. <laughs> Look at these losers. They actually <laughs> think I'm fucking awesome. Yeah, these to these losers, I probably am. Yeah. <laughs> And that's a great show. They have a great dynamic going on, and they're picking movies that you wouldn't even necessarily think they would pick. And and I cite specifically Glengarry Glen Ross, which is one of my favorite movies from the 90s. It's not like a popular movie by any means. It's a play that they turned into a movie. I watched that the hell out of that movie, and they did an episode on it. I was like, did you make this just for me like, like <laughs> who else is listening to this but they, that's the kind of stuff to do and then they'll do more popular things you know true lies and stuff like that but i don't know glenn yeah. gary glenn ross was pretty popular was it yeah it was it was it, right. it, i i couldn't even give that cult cult status because it's way too popular all right mm-hmm. well i digress but that's the kind of stuff they're doing they're not just they're not just hitting you know men not, in black every week and stuff like that they're hitting, right they're, they're running the gamut I haven't watched all or watched. I haven't listened to all of them, but I have listened to to some of them. And and I agree. I think it's a great show. The other really cool thing, and this is one I knew was this year, but I didn't know it was this early, is that we met Christian at the time, Christian J. Simpson. He's now dropped the J. It's now Christian Simpson. Oh, yes. Gavin Sykes from episode one and voice actor from The Force Awakens. And he we did a great. I don't know. I want to say crank call, but it wasn't a crank call because we knew what it was. We did a, a great gag special where he called. He was going to sue us for defamation of character of all the actors we talked about. And we just had a lot of fun with that. And we've kept in contact with him. Tim and Chris just had him on Pass the Popcorn. And I think I can say this. I'm not going to say to what extent, but we've already got him incorporated into our next trivia round on Star Wars and character. I'm not going to say what, but we've. he's a really cool guy. Very funny super dry humor and yeah. it's been really cool working with them so far and i'm looking forward to this next project we're doing with them oh that's yeah. a great contact for you guys on on swick that's yeah. awesome yeah his sense of humor is so dry it's like this dry english thing and i've i've never talked to him actually i'm looking forward oh, that's to that's right yeah hopefully getting to speak to the guy one day but every time i listen to those i'm like this guy is killer <laughs> Christy was uh, is the one who has to kind of facilitate the what we're doing, and she was she was she's obviously she'll always help us with whatever we're gonna do. But once she 
got his name and looked him up, she became a little too eager to help out. <laughs> he is a oh, handsome dude. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think I'm okay, but you never know. He's he's not Jim Hansen's grandson. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Yet. No. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So as far as releases that year we had, or month, we had 14 releases again. So I'm, I'm noting these numbers because when they turn, those numbers will just seem so silly. But moving on into March. March we had, if you want to be technical, and it's, it's a truth, we had 36 releases. But 22 of those were an interesting event that we did as a 22-day-in-a-row event. Do you remember this, Dave? Because you were part of this. 22. We did something 22 days in a row for the month of March. No. We had asked, it was the, we had got nominated for a podcast award on Star Wars and Character. And to get people to vote, we asked Chris and like just an off the wall question for the 22 days of voting to put something in our feed to remind people to get out there and vote. I do remember that now. Okay. It didn't work. (laughs) No, it didn't. So Chris's (laughs) answers were terrible. (laughs) We didn't get, we didn't win. I know. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah, I do remember I, that. I blame, I blame Chris too, just because I can. <laughs> I don't care about this podcast awards, man. You know what? I don't care about winning at this point because I feel like Susan Lucci. Is that right? Is that the one <laughs> yeah, who never right. wins? I feel like yeah. Susan Lucci, but I will say, nearly every day, not every day, let's say three hundred out of three hundred sixty-five days of the year, on our website uh, that has referenced. Someone has hit the link of our show from their page to us, so it's worth getting nominated. Oh, really? So we're getting attention from that site? Yes. So the nominations are worth it, for sure. Well, that's good. And it has improved over the years. It's better now than (laughs) it was. I don't know. They spelled education wrong last year. (laughs) And and what was it last year? It was like Schmuck has a podcast or something? It was was one of the guys from Survivor, yeah. Oh, oh so. man, I forgot that we were going to do the uh, change.org thing. This Oh, maybe next year. We're going to do a change.org petition to have Christy and Dave host them instead of Jericho and that other chick. Yeah. God, anybody. Rob, <laughs> what was his name? Rob? Yes, has a that was it. Rob has a podcast. The guy from Survivor. Yep. What does he talk about? He does it all on reality shows, and I would never have known this if I hadn't seen. I looked at everyone that we were competing against just to see what they were doing as far as rousing people to vote and he did kind of the same thing but on a weekly basis until the last i think like five days or something but i would have no idea what the show is about if it wasn't for the podcast awards but it's a it's not a far cry from what we do it's just but it's current reality shows i mean you know how christy karen and i do the instant reaction to the muppets him and his crew get on to talk about whatever show was on that night reality show wise so it's that's a formula that you know we're not unfamiliar with no, that could be good. I've, I've never listened to it. I bet, it. I bet it's good. It probably is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's probably he had well, he at least had the listeners to come vote for him, so he's got numbers. Yeah, I would, a, ne- I would never. I would never official s- review. The guy's uh-huh. a dick. He beat you guys. The guy's a dick. <laughs> I'll take it. That's I'll an official that. review. Okay. From me. I would know. Yeah, I would. I, I would never say anything bad about anybody's podcast because it's like, oh God, no. I'm yeah. The, the one thing that yeah, I know you're kidding. Um, the one. What what is stupid to you is the funniest thing anybody ever heard in their life to somebody else. So it's like everybody's got an audience. So good for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially when it comes to humor. Humor is so subjective that it's. Uh, I mean, I don't even know how you guys have a podcast. Like it's sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's know, what right? we've always said. Why? How? How does anybody even listen? That we get tens and tens of what thousands of downloads a month. Yeah. 
And who's who's listening? Because we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> well, I've got like eight devices, and I download it like eight times. So I'm like a lot of the the dynamic there. So I'm thinking it's like <laughs> you're four percent. Really, it's it's only like maybe. 500 guys that have like 20 computers each and they're all just downloading them all to all their computers that wouldn't surprise me with the subject matter we cover right that that makes more sense actually i don't know i'm fucking kidding (laughs) kidding. Uh. as far as the other 14 releases it was swick again mostly uh the big thing that year that month which was a lot of fun to do on my end because i love this where it's as as hard of as much work goes into these, I really do enjoy it. It was a, our dramatic reading of Star Wars number one, the new Marvel one. And we were just going to read it, read it. But I'm like, it, there's no reason not to make it or at least attempt to make it a crappy radio drama. And I love mixing that stuff. And I think it came out really well and was a lot of fun to do, especially when we decided to use the Chewbacca voice from that uh, viral video oh, of yeah. uh, the throne scene with no music or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> and by good, I mean terrible. <laughs> In such an awesome way, though. Trailer Park Boys returned this month. Yeah, you know, and that's that's something we need to do again this year. That's on have- my yeah. I have a uh, exactly. I have a where we where I fell short and where I want to pick up, and there that's both on my list. I think we fell short on it, and it needs to be picked up this year. Yeah, uh, they've got another season coming yeah. out this year. We're already a couple of seasons behind. It almost feels and, uh, like we, yeah, you, Dave, and I need to sit for like two, three weekends in a row, bang them all out, and just Netflix them like like they do, release them all at once. I think that'd be kind yeah. of funny. Yeah, we could do that too, or or even just like if we if we just bang a bunch of them out and just stagger them, stagger release them the way we have, yeah. that's fine too. But I, I really way, think yeah. that we need to get through it. Um, we have a small. A small fan base, but they are they are loyal. Yeah, I mean, Facebook. It, it when the year ended, a lot of people on Facebook pretty much were vocal about it. Some, some, where are you? Some, what the fuck, you assholes? And both both uh, responses are completely justified. Yeah, and and I mean, we've got some uh, some of the crew that work on the thing that are fans. Yeah, that are have been pestering us. I don't know. Have you been, got an email from him lately? Mm, no, I don't think I have. I don't uh, nothing real lately, but it's, yeah, he's been pestering us to to get more on the air too. I, I've said this from the from the day we started this show. When it was the only show we were doing, it was no problem. But I, like I over engineered myself into a corner big time, and now that we have so much going on, this one is just so hard. It was always hard to do, but it was the only thing I was doing. It wasn't that big of a deal. Now and it I becomes. Think- I think changing the format is fine. Changing the format is fine. Dave is taking the editing, and I'm happy with his, the last few edits, so I still don't mind keeping the format and pulling the clips and sending them all to Dave. That actually saves me a lot of time. It's like preparing for it is one half of it. Editing it is the other half. And if he's taking on that other half, which he has so far, that is a big deal. So it's and not, more, not more to- doing it at this point. Not to reiterate your resolutions uh, podcast, but, you know, I have been saying, like, all you got to do is document your editing. I do, yeah. And I'll do a crap ton of it for yep. you. Yep, I will do that. Our, uh, I was thinking maybe this one, but I kind of want to get this out before it's February in 2016. But we, we need the best of fives one that we're about to record. I'll probably use it as my example because this is a perfect example to, to guests and myself to show you exactly the workflow. Sounds right. Cool. So that what else we got that year? Um, one Month. of an, another new edition that year, RPG Month. Real Players Gaming. 
Are we going to say something, Quint, outside that? No, no, I'm just correcting. Every time you say year, I'm saying month. Month, thank you. Thank you. Yes, another <laughs> thing that month. Another thing that month, uh, Real Player RPG Real Players Gaming debut. This is an interesting addition. Not not just the subject, it, which is, the subject is good. The it, the interesting addition is these are guys who have listened to Star Wars and Character for years, who are friends, who have a common interest, who want to do a podcast, figure out how to do it, didn't know where to go from there, reached out to help from us and asked to be a part of the network. I have never met these guys face-to-face. I've talked to them on Skype. We're friends on Facebook. They put the show in, but I have never met these gentlemen at all, and they have a show that is pretty good at being at least monthly, if not more, and really wanting to help out the network. This is a very interesting realm we've crossed into this month. Yeah, when when you started doing that, I was like, this is, I think this is like one of the the corner turns for the network, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Once you start hosting podcasts for for other people and you're not involved in the editing and you're not involved in the promotion and you're not involved in anything, but just really, uh, well, I mean, you are involved in some of the promotion, but you're, you're just involved in, in doing the production end of it. That's to me, turns, starts turning a corner. Yeah. Pretty much all I do is the graphic graphic and the posting. And I've actually just this weekend, completely behind the scenes, boring stuff. Finally, finally tore down the code for the site and put new code up. It's still the same theme, but it's new code, new structure, new categories, new users, which is a big thing. So I can start passing off these postings to other people. So I will have no involvement on this other than the fact that they're on the network that I am kind of running. What do you mean? Kind of, I know. Well, (laughs) we had this discussion in October. I can't take credit for it. If I do, I'll I'll fall apart. But anyway, (laughs) Okay. And how how did you get in touch with these guys? They got they in touch with us. You? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they needed a place to host their show. They, they they're good guys. They said we have a show. We're good guys. Would you be interested? And you were like, let's go for it. I think the sequence was, and maybe I have a little off. I think they first asked some technical stuff, like what mics we used and what would you use with the same guys in a room. And I said the Yeti mic because we had. I think they contacted us soon after you did that trivia one and it was picked up everything. So I was like, this is the mic. It's a little expensive, but it seems pretty uh, easy to use. And they said, okay, great. Didn't hear from them for a little bit, a little while. I think they had some recording questions between this and the second contact. Next contact was, well, we're, we started a show. We recorded an episode. We'd like you to listen to it and give your opinion. So I listened to it. I think they talked about, like the different incarnations of Mario world, which was right up my alley. Cause I had played all those all the way up to like super Nintendo. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, I said, that was, that was great. That was like, you know, kind of a in character, but by game title. And so they, so the games and they said, well, uh, glad you liked it. And we, we don't know where to take it from there. We don't know what to do. So we, I'd like to, and it was super, super nice and polite about it. Not at all pushing his way in just asked if we had any interest interest putting on the network and i'm like yeah sure we've got the room we have the resources and and you've been super polite and nice a lot of people ask questions you never hear from them again and they ask them quite rudely but that's another story so i was like sure and then it just kind of well it did go from there that's exactly where it started yeah and i think uh, and to me i think that is really it's a corner turn yep. and i think that you know growing the growing the network in any way you can especially when it's so little work um it's a great thing yep 
Yeah, and I remember you saying that was a goal of yours last year. Yes, you want you true. wanted to grow the network and host shows that we had nothing to do with. So the fact that you were able to accomplishment accomplish that, kudos. And like Quint's saying, the the idea of growing the network into a real network network is is a is a major accomplishment. So so congratulations. Well, thank you. Cool. That pretty much wraps up that month so we move on to april and this is where this is where i wanted to bring you guys in because this is where stuff i think starts to get exciting whether you know it or not a lot of that stuff that led to where we ended 2015 kind of got the ball rolling in april now as far as releases now just that month alone only 17 so it's a slight increase from the months before every other month if you take out the podcast voting awards has been 14 14 14 14 for the past three it's been Swick mostly again. RPG is helping. Pass the Popcorn's got a couple in there. Trailer Pod Boys probably had one or two. Dial Up Movies put one in. And we did have probably the hardest Grady's episode to date to record. That was Flash Gordon because, my God, was that a bad movie. <laughs> I Yeah, I listened. To, I, I, when I saw Flash Gordon on the, on the feed, I used uh, the Grady's because – because you guys do it so uh, intermittently, I just use it as a kind of a filler for me. Right. Like when I run out of po- podcasts to listen to, I'll just like find one that I want to listen to and just pick it up. When I saw that one pop up, I'm like, oh God, I got to listen to this. And it was like, <laughs> yep, yep, that, that just as bad as I remembered that movie. Now, as far as where things get cool, this is like the first thing for me personally. And then we get into the whole network thing being cool. First thing for me was I had done when Attraction Obsession was still going, I had done a special on. At the time, it was called Superman The Escape, which is now Superman Escape from Krypton. And I had mentioned in that show many times that it's my white whale. There's been so many times I've been in that part of California and never gotten to Magic Mountain. Finally got to ride it, had the recorder in my pocket so you can hear me screaming as the thing launches, goes up, falls back down. I did a whole special on that. It was like a almost like a really weird podcast rite of passage where I set up this scenario two years ago on one show and then I get to complete it a year, uh, two years later. That to me, that was a personal goal of mine that I wasn't expecting to be able to do in 2015, but got done. Cool. Now, as far as the network, first big event of the year and our only live event, Balls for All. Uh, I'm actually kind of, Upset that I didn't actually fly down for that one because <laughs> yeah. that's close, right? For yeah, me, well, you close. did it. Well, we'll get into it later. You did the same flight later that year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, for this one, I was like, well, Matt's coming up to visit me right after this. So why would I fly down for that until I heard it? And I was like, God, that sounded like so much fun. Yep. Well, it was a lot of fun. But here's where the turning points are. Well, first it was. Uh, let me not downplay it. I, I kind of blew that off there. It was a huge amount of fun. We met, a, we met a lot of people we had known online for years. We met a lot of new people, people that had never bothered to contact us but wanted to take this opportunity to meet us, and now we're able to continue to be in contact with them. It was so awesome, and it gave us, I think, a renewed – at least it did for me. And Maybe I shouldn't talk for Tim McGregor. It gave me a renewed feeling of the community that we've built unintentionally – in Star Wars in character and just hammered home that the work we do, a lot of people appreciate and like, and we built this community. And I also was uh, prompted by a guy I had met there. His name is Scott Cherry, host of the Barbarian Rage podcast to get my shit together and put a Patreon page up. And that was the start of that. And that plays 
well into what we're going to talk about in just a couple months after this. And you also probably want to give a shout out to your sponsor for that event, which was just Jets Toy, Toy Hut. Hut we right? would, yeah, 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 it would have been that would have been out of my pocket to get that up and going, and it would have put a crimp on that whole vacation. Christy and I made a vacation out of it. We didn't go to the convention itself. We did a theme park. A uh, that's not quite. Is that Southern California or is that Mid California? That's Southern California. No, that's SoCal. Yeah, so- that's SoCal. SoCal. Yeah, we did a SoCal theme park tour while Chris and Tim were schmoozing with everybody at. Uh, at the Star Wars convention, so it had we it had had uh, Bob uh, Ridlove at Jet's Toy Hut not fronted us the money and sponsored it, it would have put a little crimp on that vacation. So absolutely, absolutely, yeah. that was so much fun to listen to yeah. to get to hear you guys interact with all those people and and just kind of cut loose and and really make some connections because it, it it lasted even beyond from the stories that I got to hear personally that weren't on the air it lasted far beyond the balls for all like there were things that happened afterwards that, that and seriously you guys yeah. get to you guys get to talk about a family of quacken bushes come on man <laughs> that is just like you can't write this stuff. <laughs> the irony of that, the the most ironic part of Luke, of meeting Matt Quackenbush there and Luke, his brother as well, but Matt specifically is Matt lives 90 minutes from where I'm sitting right now. Oh, shit. There is no <laughs> reason him and I should not meet somewhere between here and watch the Flyers versus the Rangers hockey game at a bar, sit there, drink too much, call our respective wives to pick us up. We've never, ever done it. We had to both fly about as far away as we could to meet each other. Yep. How ironic is that? <laughs> He's from New York. He's originally from the New York area, but him and his wife live in Tampa now. So what's cool. 45 minutes away from both of you? Like what's how that? far? What is 45 minutes away? Like what's the midway point? Uh, probably Lakeland, which is not Orlando, Orlando or Tampa. It's more of an Allentown type city, but you know, still something to do there. That's it's one of the few idea. remaining Hooters in Central Florida. We can watch a game there. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Yep. I'm going to say most importantly, no, I shouldn't say that. That's that's not true. Very importantly. It, it all depends on who you talk to. Quinn might say most importantly. Some of the listeners of this particular show might say most importantly. After Balls for All, as Quinn had said, I had went to see him and Dave Smith and, of course, everybody else. Uh, Quint's wife, Ulrika, and his meet Dave's girlfriend, Melissa, for the first time in San Jose. And I just had this idea that was just on the cusp of being realized, but I couldn't quite put the missing piece together. I knew I had to do a Universal Studios podcast. I knew Quint would want to be involved, but I, I didn't want it to be General Universal Studios. Didn't take Quint and, me and, long, Quint and I long for us to start discussing what we're going to do in October for this year's Halloween Horror Nights to realize that, like, holy shit, this is the podcast we've been meant to do for the past three or four years. And we came up with the idea, not even a name yet, but we came up with the idea of doing a Halloween Horror Nights podcast, and that is going to come up a lot very soon in this year-end review. And, and I have to say, and and I will take some of the blame for, for the trailer part, pod boys thing i think that really shut down any of the trailer pod boys stuff that we had planned for the rest of the year yeah yeah that certainly affected it i think yeah because you guys were already talking to each other for this no it just just uh, like all of the stuff that we suddenly snowballed it's exactly uh, I mean, yep, yep you took the well, word we'll right out of my mouth this. yeah we'll, we'll talk about this when we get to it but catacombs really snowballed we were just gonna do a show 
and then hope to make something of it. Everything that we had hoped for and more happened in the first month of that show. Yeah. That's what, and what took a lot of our time away from other projects, which we'll get into. So that is pretty much it for April, but that is gotta be where the rest of the year builds from. Yeah. Because look at all that stuff. Although now we go into May and again, releases are back to 14, but groundwork is laid for so many different things. Patreon page is launched. We almost, not almost, we get pledges like immediately. People have been waiting for a way to help support the network, which just blows me away that anyone would want to give their hard-earned money to a bunch of idiots talking about stupid things, but apparently <laughs> some people do, and it's been so appreciated. I, I, I Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've yet to find a way to express how much we appreciate, how much we've been able to grow and how much it alleviates off us personally to have people support through this thing. Yeah, we have great listeners, and I think they realize the ones that are astute and and everybody to a certain extent, not not just the ones that are donating, but maybe people that want to donate and maybe can't afford it or, you know, like they have kids and like yeah. actual bills to pay and stuff like that. But anyone that's listening, I think, realizes how much work is put in it, into it, especially by you. So and they know they're getting free entertainment. So they feel like these guys are doing this. I'm going to do that for them. And it's it makes it a community and it makes it it makes it even more special that we're not charging. I mean, you can't charge for this stuff, but the fact well, that you you're just try, but most podcasts that do kind of just go yeah. away. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like obnoxious to charge, but it's like, if you like this and you want to help out, you can do this, but we're by no means asking for it. So when people do it, then it makes it even more special. Yeah. And, be, and I think that the people that are donating realize realize what the, what what it means for for us and by us I really mainly mean Matt to put this out constantly they're they're getting they're getting entertainment for for nothing and they feel like I'm going to I'm going to reward these guys yeah I remember the first time I got a, a text from Matt saying this is the first time I haven't had to pay out of pocket for <laughs> yep. for a uh, server uh, um uh, what do you call it for hosting in for in like ever this is the first time that somebody has you know i've actually not had to pay this out of pocket and i was like holy crap that is that is really cool that's a huge thing i mean it doesn't sound like a lot but it it is it's huge yeah i mean i remember when we were getting started uh both dave and i dave smith and i uh sent you some cash for hosting and stuff like that um but you know for for it to come from externally is just so awesome yeah. you guys have and, and i'm saying you guys because it's it's right now it's mostly star wars and character you guys have a bunch of really great fans yeah um speaking of stars and character this was the week or the month that we almost didn't have a release one week and this was all due and i'm not blaming chris this is to his due to his internet problem i blame his internet provider this is where the pissing match beyond all pissing matches started between me his cable provider quint you were involved in this i don't know if anyone knows this i mean this is this was right up the alley of what quint was doing at the time at work and i got his insight on it and was passing that information on to i think it's comcast and Derek got involved who's also in in the tech industry they would not admit a problem. There was clearly a problem, and it came to the point where we tried to record one night and couldn't, and I'm up at like 2 in the morning going, what are we going to do? And I decided to bite the bullet, even though 
uh, people have now, we just mentioned Patreon. People are paying for the exclusive content. I decided to take our oldest piece of exclusive content and put it up that week. Here I am at two in the morning. Sitting here at my microphone, like the guy at the Kumar going, Welcome to Stars and Character. This is our exclusive episode of Ponda Baba and Joy. <laughs> and then, and then sent a message to everybody saying, This is what I did. Sorry, I know it's exclusive, but we, we are so on the path to not missing a week. I felt we needed to do it. And no one, no one, you guys didn't have a problem with it by any means. And uh, all because of, oh, God damn, cable providers. I hate them so much. Oh, me too. I work in the industry, dude. Yep. So fucking the the cable, not even cable providers. Just let's let's just call them the the pipes, the ISPs. Yeah, carriers, it is, it's, all yeah. of those cocksuckers. I just hate every I, fucking one of them. I will say this: in 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 the end, it got fixed, and we didn't do a goddamn thing to Chris's machines or or his devices. So there was clearly clearly a problem. But at least we were the squeaky wheel, and they got the proper equipment because. They were damn sure not using the proper equipment when we first tackled this problem, if you remember correctly, Quinn. Yeah. And a modem going into a router at that level of service was yeah. super redundant. Oh, it was. Uh, uh, don't even give me. I, I don't even. I didn't even have that much to do with it. And I was really pissed off because yeah, it was you, just yeah. like. I was getting, I'm seeing some of the replies that you're getting from Comcrap. And, and you're working with tier two and tier three support at that point. Yeah. These guys are just like. <laughs> No, no, it can't be us. Can't be us. Can't be us. No, no. <laughs> trust me. This is you guys. <sighs> it was when I finally stopped talking. Is when I said I put this single machine in the DMZ and the problem still exists. And they're like, oh, yeah. And then we never heard from them again. And then all of a sudden, it got fixed. Yeah, that changed the way that we record stars and character. Yeah, because for years I went over to Chris's and we sat around his dining room table and did it there. But once that stopped working and wasn't reliable he started coming over here and i don't know that it changed a whole lot but it it changed the way we record things right it changed the the fact that he can use that soundboard he can't do that anymore it changed the mics we used it changed it changed a lot of things the the breakdown of that of that internet connection so i don't know if it if it gets fixed again if we'll go back to the way we used to do it but it it was I, i it was a thorn in in everyone's side mostly yours because you had to deal with these technical issues and, and got guys like Derek and Quinn involved. But it it's just, I mean, from hearing it and not being a tech person, it just seems so ridiculous. It doesn't need to be this way. It, it And you know what? It's not just Comcast. I went through the same thing with Bright House down here. It's like they wanted me to change everything in my house. And I'm like, dudes, the internet is not my house. And they didn't understand that. I'm like, they're like looking at me like, huh? I'm like, the internet is not my house. I mean, I don't know how else to prove to you that everything in my house works. There's something between my house and wherever my house goes. And I'm trying to give them a hint. Uh, maybe the junction box down the street that there's a problem. And we fought about this for months and it, and it wasn't until uh, actually a mistake on the phone system where a guy meant to send me to like tier three or maybe even a manager. And he actually, he sent me to home security. And I was like, I was like, I don't know how I got here, but here's my problem. He's like, well, I don't know how to get you back there, but I know a guy that I think can help you. And it's like not even a support tech. It was just a guy that does home ISP service. And I told him the explanation and you can hear him typing for like 20 seconds. He's like, huh? Yeah, I found it. I'm going to send someone out there tomorrow to fix it. And this is after months of complaining. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is after months and months of arguing with the freaking service provider. 
<laughs> yeah. I hate service providers. Yeah. I, I've gone through this with AT&T here. I've gone through it with Comcrap here. I've gone through it with um, Charter here. I've gone through it with every freaking ISP that we have around here. And uh, uh, we, we should move on. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> apart from that, <laughs> uh, there's more from RPG, more from Past Popcorn, Dial-Up Movies. Another special is the last running of the Everest Challenge at Disney World, which I was happy to do. With Christy, I like doing these specials with Christy. I like doing the Grady's with her, and I like doing Muppets in character, but we really seem to have the most fun doing these specials, which there's more to come to talk about on that. Um, Big thing this year, or this month, damn it. I'm not going to get that right by the time we do all 12 months. Big (laughs) thing this month was the return of Indiana Jones in character, Dave. What's that? (laughs) Where were those two fucking guys? I mean, those guys are the most unreliable fucks you have on the network. Well, no, that would be Trailer Park Boys. Shit. (laughs) We're lost in the jungle waiting to be uh, archaeologized. There you go. <laughs> Discovered? <laughs> we did we went we did nothing for a while and then we did a blast for a while. Yep. I know. And now we're not doing anything. You know what? I have one ready. I have I have what's gonna be our longest episode ready. I outlined it months ago. It's Henry Jones Sr. Oh god. Oh, I have long. several pages ready to go. Um, I think we're going to have Scott from Pittsburgh on because he's like a, a, a not only a, a listener but an Indiana Jones expert as well and a good guy we've met through the show, and we just we just haven't done it. Yeah. But it's not it's not dead. It's it's just I don't know what oh, no, the problem I, is. I know it's it's it, there, we've got like I said we've got a couple of shows like that, and I mean yeah. I'm on one of the one of the worst uh, worst ones, which is Trailer Park Boys. It's just like. Uh, it, I don't know. Sometimes time just doesn't work out. It doesn't well. work out for it. Yeah. It, yeah, it does. It, it's all down to, th- it's not that I have not, not, what I'm trying to say. I have not lost interest in any of the shows I'm on. I just, it, some just get bumped ahead as far as what I can do with the time I have. Yeah. We spend so much time on stories and character and we want to make sure we get those knocked out and recorded that when it's like, time to do these lo- these lesser listen to ones we just don't make the time and yeah. we need to because i have a, i have a ton of fun talking about that with chris and the listeners that we have are devoted and it's not like i'm like i don't want to sit there and do the research because it does it does take a, a, a time amount of time to sit and do the research and and do it give it it's just due but I've done that already. I have it sitting in. I have it. Sit, I can. I can almost see yep. where it is from where I'm sitting now. It's. It's done. It's ready to go. We could do it right now. We just don't. I've so. So f- I'll, I'll. I'll give you this, uh, uh, Dave. Mm. I, I. We have the exact same thing for Trailer Park Boys. Yep. yep. We have. We have. Uh, like I think I have notes for like two episodes ready to go in the bag, just waiting for us to actually Skype and do it. It's been there for months. Mm-hmm. It's the same, same thing, man. I have four uh, episodes worth of notes and clips for Attraction Obsession, and that just, I don't know. I really thought doing a show by myself was going to be an easy thing. It's actually like 10 times harder than doing it a show a show with people. I had no idea. So that that's, I know exactly what you're talking about. They're sitting there, and I, I'm probably not going to get to them for a while. So you're saying it's it's harder to play with yourself than to play with others? <laughs> work need, no this is work. work playing is easy you need somebody else to play with you <laughs> well uh, it always helps yeah it does uh it is hard to do a, it is hard to do a show by yourself because i tried to do that and it's like 
you just you just feel like awkward and you yep. feel like like you, you feel like exhausted. You're just talking the whole time. And who am I even talking to? And I've gone and and like Quentin has done in this episode and, and, and we do it to each other in all episodes when you make a a pretty significant mistake someone's there to correct you if i make a mistake i don't notice it till the recording and then i have to fire up the soundboard and mixer board and record it again and and sometimes it's like wedged in a sentence i have to do the whole sentence again and i i guess i don't have to do any of that but i i feel i need to for the yeah i think level so. of product I mean, that we put out yeah and and for i mean for me i've noticed that um one of the, the few exceptions, catacombs, which we did with two people, uh, two people is even pretty tough because, you know, with two people, you're trying to play off each other. And if if you're like Matt and I, who are just really, really good friends, we can finish each other's sentences and correct each other and do that stuff. It kind of works pretty good. But if you're not really, really on each other two even two people gets kind of not good enough. Three is three or more is better. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I know exactly what you're talking about, Dave. Well, we will do that. <laughs> I know you're going to, yeah, you have not shelved it. I know you've been very vocal about that. Yeah, it's not that I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, and I've, I have been the roadblock from, uh, from time to time over the years in recording shows. It's nobody's fault at this point. We just haven't done it. And it's not, I'm, I'm not like disinterested in doing it. I still really want to do it. Um, we'll do it, it'll happen. Now, outside of all that, th- we had a first for Neo's as in all the years that we've been doing shows. This is a first. We have talked about on an l- earlier show, we were going to do this movie. And for some reason, I, th- I don't know who couldn't find Maybe we all couldn't find the movie. We had a listener so wanting us to review this movie on the Grady's that he sent us all DVD copies. And that movie was... Zorro the Gay Blade, and that listener was Gene Hendricks from the Hammer Podcast on the Two True Freaks Network. Uh, you know, I never really wanted to punch somebody <laughs> as, without ever meeting them before as much as I have this guy. He's a saint. <laughs> I, was waiting, I was like, I know Dave's got a, got a juxtaposition on this one. Yeah. Oh. I, lo- I, I, love I, that I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, I, I don't know the guy, I've never seen him, I don't know what he looks like, but I'm assuming that he's got this really, really punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> just because of Zora the Gay Blade? Right. No. Well, he's a wonderful man. <laughs> Watch what you say. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, no, I mean, that was, that's cool. It's, it's, uh, uh, again, you know, it's one of the ways that we have been very, very lucky with our entire network having fans that are, that go the extra mile. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And we, I think we had a fun episode out of it, even though, I clearly, Chris clearly didn't like it, and that's more fun. I think it's more it fun when you have a, a group divided on a subject. Well, well I mean, yeah. it goes it goes back to what what um, Dave was ranting about on your your TFA review, which was like you know you got to have conflict, yeah. right? Right. You need the conflict to make it fun. That's that's what makes the show is is when you guys start ranting at each other and and you know trying to prove each other wrong. I think that's when, when uh, the Grady's gets more interesting. True. Yeah. Yep. It has, if everybody likes it, it's boring. Yep. And I'm, and, and anything like force awakens included. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with things just to make for a good show. I, I'm not lying. Oh no. When but I, that, when I say that's stuff why like it's, this. that's why it's actually good because all of the feelings that you guys are, are talking about are genuine, which is, I mean, if they weren't genuine, it wouldn't be good 
good audio. It's just you guys are all really genuine and passionate about all of these these points that you're making, which is and I think, like I said, that's what makes the show that conflict, that that conflict between friends, which is is what really makes those shows work. Yeah, it's it's you have to discriminate. Yeah. And it's I've said this before and people shit on me every time I say it. But <laughs> and I believe this. It's not what you are like, but it's what you like. That's important. Everybody's a nice person in general, unless you're like a pederast or a or a terrorist or something like that. Everybody's everybody's a generally nice person. The no, things I'm, that you, mostly I'm I'm kind of a dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> the things that you end up arguing about with your friends are really unimportant things. I mean, do yeah. you ever, you ever <laughs> sit and talk about politics or religion or race with your friends? No, you talk about whether or not. What's his name? Merle should have had done something to somebody that was dead on The Walking Dead. Who cares? That's exactly. the stuff you argue about. You argue about Zora the Gay Blade and about Star Wars. Yeah, and, I, and I that, agree. I think uh, for me, I if I can't argue with my friends, especially about the little stuff, then they're not that good of a friend. Right? True, true. Yeah. So Gene sent us those DVDs. We watched it. And not only was the did that show happen, it spawned another show where Christy and I appeared on his show. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's is that your first podcast guest appearance? No, I was on uh, Ricardo Silvestri. Oh yes, okay, all right. Uh, yep. A listener and, and an all around nice guy, a Portuguese gentleman. He has a, a podcast that he talks about American culture, but from a Portuguese standpoint. Yes, yep. And I was on his show actually twice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, one for baseball, right? One for baseball, and one for Star Wars. Star Wars right? yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so that brings brings another question around, Dave. You had a, a series going on that I really, really was enjoying, which was like you know you were talking to to Star Wars fans across the world and stuff. Whatever happened to that one? I know exactly what happened to it, and <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. And I was doing that. I was at the time when I was doing that. I was acting. In some plays, and I felt bad because I wasn't around as much to do some of the regular shows. So I thought, well, I'll do these shows during the day when I can supplement them and send them to Matt. And if he wants to release them, great. And if not, whatever. I don't care. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm never a person that's like you. You have to put my stuff out. If if Matt yeah. thinks something's bad, he can trash it as far as <laughs> right. I'm concerned. But I, I did. I do. I find geographical culture interesting in general so applying it to star wars i thought it was uh, some of our listeners would like it and and those episodes generally are downloaded far less than our regular character episodes but i thought it was worth doing it was kind of an experiment and i did several and they were they were it was going well and i talked to a long time maybe an hour and a half two really cool guys from south africa and it was a great conversation. It was probably the best episode of those that I had done. And something happened in the file when I sent it to Matt and it got lost. Oh. And I was like, I was upset. Like, it I was, was like, it was, if I remember right, it was your Skype crash in the, like in the middle of the call and the second half of the call didn't have them on, just you. Uh-huh. Yes. So it's just like, That's, here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> There were two filmmakers, um, mainly the guy, the guy, the, my contact was a guy named Kyle. They're South African filmmakers. They actually work on any uh, films that are filmed in South Africa, like actual, actual Hollywood movies, but they have their own independent movies as well. I watched their movies. They're great. They were two young, funny filmmakers, and it was a great interview. And it was really, honestly, mostly them 
they were just cool, funny guys, and they had great points on Star Wars, and it got lost. And after that happened, I really was like, if, if that's the best I can do and no one's ever going to hear it, it kind of took the wind out of my sails, and, and I kind of got away from it. I guess I should get back to it. but I, I would encourage you to get back to it because I really enjoyed those episodes. I thought they were really fun. Well, thank you. The people, everybody's, everybody was great. And uh, Tim Vikoven from Belgium, even he told me, I can get you in contact with somebody from 40 different countries. Yeah, I mean, and I, I liked it because it was just like, it, it's a totally new perspective on, on you know, what's for us, this, this huge pop culture uh, mass force. And then, you know, getting through some of the censorship issues, getting through some of the, the late release issues, that stuff. It's just, it was really fun for me to hear about that stuff. Well, thank you. And and I, I if I'm going to do it, I should get right back on the horse and talk to Kyle and, and, and his buddy from South Africa because yeah. they, they said, I told them, I said, I apologize and said I got lost. And they were like, no, no worries. Let's do it again. And I, and I dropped the ball on it and I apologize to them for never really, getting back on the horse, but the, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, this is, this is not something we're necessarily creating. It was, it was, I mean, I guess we are, but it, we're not, it's just, it was just a great conversation. And then that's happened a few times. You have a great conversation and something happens and it gets yeah. lost or the file gets corrupted. You don't feel like you can, you can recreate it. Oh, and I didn't. Right. Feel, yeah. I've done that and so I, many and I times. Think, you know, the, the, for me, um, we, we tried to do that a couple of times, recreate what we've done. And I think that, that, especially for things like this, you just got to, got to go into it with a new attitude and say, you know what, we're going to have a completely different conversation. And these guys are just funny and these guys are awesome. And it's going to be an awesome conversation. It's not going to be the same one, but it's going to be a great, it's going to be a second really great conversation. And we'll be able to share this one. Yeah. You're, and and I'm sure you're right. And it's been such a long time now that we, we would probably start talking. I don't remember even what we talked about. It might end up being a similar conversation. No, Force Uh, Awakens is out now too. I'm sure there's going to be something more to say about it. I'm not saying that poking the bear with you. I'm just saying in general, that's a new, that's more information than you had when you did it the first time. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I should get in contact with them. That's a, that's a great, uh, Great point, Matt, because now you can say, okay, so when the original Star Wars came out, what was it like and what was the feeling like? And now with The Force Awakens, has anything changed and what's going on with, you know, that that's going to be, uh, dude, you got to keep doing this. Well, I, I, think <laughs> I, I think you're right. And I think I should. It will get the, the new movie being out will give more depth to the conversation. Yeah. And and they were really, really cool guys. And I, I really, I, and, and I wanted to kind of plug their stuff too. And I, I guess I owe it to them to to do that again. I guess I just got discouraged, you know. And, and like I like I said, I felt like yeah, like the wind got taken out of my sails on that. And I was like, well, if that if that's gone, I'm done. You know, like I just had a bad attitude about it. So that that's that's my issue, not theirs. So yeah, I should get know, back to it. You know, beer helps a lot with bad attitudes. That's true. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, start with uh, start with our buddy Eric in England and have a couple of beers. That'll get you back into it. There you go. Well, I think I will. All right. Well, well, I guess we can rattle. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on from there. Now we get into June, and this is this is where April is set up for what June is about to deliver on. This is the first Patreon payout, and this is exactly what Quinn was talking about back when we covered April. This is where I texted him and said, for the first time in eight years, I didn't have to pay out of pocket for any of our services, and yeah. that was huge to me. 
with that, we only had 20 episodes released, but it's more than the average we had before. Most of it, again, Swick. Of course, Indiana Jones and Character, we just talked about Pasta Popcorn, RPG, Dial-Up Movies, Chris's Michael Murray Reviews, pretty much everybody that's released up to this point. Um, but behind the scenes is what June is really all about. Because after... <laughs> this is weird. After wishing and wanting and hoping for the longest time with very minimal effort. And that's, that's really, uh, that's, that's not doing the work we've done in the past with news as justice. But as far as getting what had, what I had to go through to get this done, we became news as.com became an approved meter reporter with universal studios, Florida this month. And And we, we utilized that. Yes, we did. And it, when I say it didn't take a lot of effort, it just took a query letter and then it took some and the answer, and then we had to do some more back and forth from there. But that it's not like they they said uh, return the response with you have to do this, that, and the other thing. They looked at what we've done between all all the meet all the things we put out, our events, what we've covered. I think NASA had a huge part in that, mm-hmm. uh, and they looked at that and uh, at least got the ball rolling to approval almost in, if not instant, actually instantly. Yeah, it was it was like right away. Yeah. And uh, the query letter was all centered around a little show that we were about to launch, that we did launch that month, called the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. We yep. told them we were doing this show, and we'd like to inquire inquire about a media partnership. And it was that letter that built that relationship literally overnight. I mean, it was like three days later, I got the response of that, two days later. I remember calling Christy first, Quint second, everybody else third. <laughs> because I was blown away by the response we got right away. Yeah, and uh, yeah, catacombs. Catacombs was fun. Catacombs was since we had now gotten this new notch in our belt, uh, we did very quick production on this, and I don't mean quick as in uh, by any means skimping on quality. We just produced episodes very quick. In one month, this month, we released six episodes. I think that is probably the largest debut we've ever had at Neo's as. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And between that and all the releases and everything we're building to, we also crossed the 2 million download mark that month. Awesome. Yep. Which uh, a lot of those 2 million downloads are swick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like, at, I listened to Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. I've never been there. I honestly didn't know what you guys were talking about most of the time, but the camaraderie and the passion came through. Mm. So uh, to listen to it, I, I, I've said this to anybody that I ever encouraged because people find out like that you're, you do podcasts, like people that you know in your regular life. And I always encourage anybody to do a podcast. If you're passionate about something, there's an audience for it and people will admire and listen to your passion. And you guys definitely had that. So I would go on walks and listen to you guys get excited, and it was fun to listen to. So, congratulations! Cool. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. That, yeah, we we did have a lot of fun doing it. Yep, it was well received. By it's got a very, it's it's got a good sized community, but a very tight knit community. And having not really involved myself in it, we were pretty well received. I mean, you always have yeah. your handful of people that don't like you. You always have your handful of Wikipedia's. I like to call them at this point. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but by and large, I mean we it, it, when when we, we had done and this is jumping ahead a little bit when we had did, done the media event, the pre or the uh, no the media coverage night the VIP 
tour thing for the uh, opening night of it. The, uh, I had a Neo's Ash shirt on, and I was recognized in the very first line we waited in for the uh, to get our passes, and was rec- the name was rec- not by face, but the name was recognized throughout the night. And even when Quint and I went to do our night together, we were recognized in line mm-hmm. for a ride. So it, we were very well received and I think continue to be well received. In fact, I've gotten a couple of messages at the end of the year asking when we're coming back. And I've, I've said this spring we've taken off for the Christmas holiday, which everyone's been understanding about. So good. Yeah. It's yeah. went really well, going really well. I should yeah, say. There's, there's a community for everything. And the fact that you guys were able to instantly insert yourself into it to the point that where you were being recognized by people means you were doing a good job and you were doing something that people there was a need for yes and people, right. people recognized it and people appreciated it so so dave i i would like to take this opportunity to encourage you to take your son to halloween horror night soon he's about the right age to start appreciating it a lot <laughs> that I don't know that he would. <laughs> he, he's not. He's not a scary movie, scary kind of thing, kid. But I would like to come. Yeah, I'd like to come. You know, yeah. he might. He he might have um, a different opinion once he sees how many um, high school age women or <laughs> girls are walking around wearing well, almost nothing. That's a good point. You know, which I mean, would get I, Chris, which would get Chris down there probably. Yes. Well, that yeah, that would get Chris down. I there. definitely encourage you to come and check it out for yourself and see if it's something Jack could like. But I think I think you would have a blast at it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris and I had talked about that even last year, but it was like kind of short notice and it didn't work out. If Chris and I drove down there together, I don't fly. I hate flying. Um, I mean, I will fly, but I'd prefer not to. Chris and I could drive down there and knock it out quick between the two of us. You drive, I sleep, I sleep, you drive, you know, like that kind of thing. And get down there quick, do it. Chris would love that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, like There's oh nothing else God. like it in the world. There, there's literally oh nothing else like it in the world. We would have to record Chris going yeah. through. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. If you thought I was funny going through, Jesus Christ, Chris would be just fucking hilarious. Yeah, that would be that would be a fun experience for us all to do it together, and I would be the one cowering in the middle, hopefully, because they always scare the person in the front of the back, don't they? Uh, they'll, get, they'll get you no matter what. Dad. I was gonna say they are so. This is now a crew of people that, like, I mean, a lot of the people that were in twenty five have been there from the beginning. They know who to look for and what to oh, yeah. look for. You are not safe anywhere from a trained eye at this event. Okay, because I go to those with Chris, at least I used to a lot, and we get a bunch of people, and I would make sure I was either in the middle or I would be first and walking fast because I would be (laughs) past them. They don't want to always scare the first person, so I would would walk past people and see them and say, oh, you go get them. And they they would get the people behind me, and I'd be like, huh, you know, like keep going. I would move fast through those suckers. Matt and I tried that with each other when we were in uh, L.A. and it didn't work. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was like these guys are good. These, these are guys, professionals. Oh yeah, they will get you no matter what. Yep. If you're in front, if you're in the middle, if you're in the back, it does not matter. They will get you. I'll probably cry. But I, <laughs> I'll cry. In fact, when I was little, I punched one of the guys in one of the things. Uh, we try were, and restrain yourself. We they had a real problem with that this year. Yeah, big time. Well, I wouldn't uh, do it now. I wouldn't do it now. I was like, when I was a little kid, I was like oh, ten okay. years. I was oh, ten yeah. years old, and some sure. guy punch, jumped out and scared me, and I punched him. <laughs> I was That's ten. Awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would certainly not do that now. I, I would. I would be very scared, and I'm nervous thinking about it now. 
Sorry. I'm not laughing. No, I am. I'm laughing. Yeah, I am laughing. You well, can bring a diaper. <laughs> I need one. Moving on to July here. July is kind of a little more the same what we just talked about in June. Um, Patreon's in full swing. Even more pledges come through. I've now expanded. We, I've moved us off a typical shared. This is so geeky and so behind the scenes that I don't know who's going to be interested. But I take, I've taken us off a shared host, put our website on a uh, VPS host, and then moved our actual shows to a media service host. So two servers, basically, serving up our shows because we need them. I mean tens yeah. of thousands of downloads and our our shared host is getting mad that we're taking all the resources from their customers on that server so it was a necessary evil but we're able to afford it no money out of my pocket and things are mo- finally our site is you can navigate our site for like a year good luck clicking on anything but the front page on our website yeah uh, just yes. sit there and churn but now it's running like a normal site the the host the 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 podcast episodes are being served out from a proper media server. Uh, things are going awesome. Our our numbers for releases start to climb this month. We're at 30 episodes, 30 real episodes. No little, not, I don't want to say the podcast awards was little, but no, no special series. These are straight, flat out 30 episodes of shows. We got Past the Popcorn RPG, Trailer Pod Boys, Dial-Up Movies, Swick, of course, Indiana Jones and Character of the Gradies, uh, Chris's micro movie reviews, and of course, Catacombs. Catacombs pretty much carrying the month as far as numbers because a lot of stuff happened with Halloween Horror Nights that we responded to. First being the Walking yeah. Dead release. Yeah, we had to talk about that on many levels because that is a that is a hot button with Halloween Horror Nights fans, and there was no mm-hmm. way we could do this new show and not talk about it. Yep. Uh, but moreover that two shows I'm super proud of for that series. First was our first timers tips. I think yeah. that is a great show. I, I agree. I think that that was, um, that was probably, I, I don't know who I think was it you or I that came up with that. I don't or know. It, it, yeah. But when we came up with the, the idea, I was like, yeah, no, we have to do this early because you know, a lot of this is about buying tickets and, and getting your shit together early so that when you get there, you're, Anyway, I thought that was that was one of our best shows. Well, I think the only one that would top that 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 month was our interview with Mike Aiello. Definitely, Mike Aiello. To let anyone know listening, he is the director of creative development and entertainment for Universal Studios, which a large part of that goes into Halloween Horror Nights. Now, we've Quinn and I have done a lot of interviews. We've done the Trailer Park Boys interview, which was a dream come true. We interviewed mm-hmm. Sam Lasko, Richard Collins before he passed away. Uh, Lucy and uh, uh, Sarah Dunsworth and Lucy Decatur. Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Cyrus. I can't think of his name. Bernard Robichaud. Oh, yeah. yeah, Bernard Robichaud. Yeah. All those were like different, like the Trailer Pod Park Boys ones. We were we were in shock and awe. Richard Collins were listening to our favorite uncle tell stories. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy and Sarah, we had just a blast. Mike Aiello's interview, I think, is the best one we ever did because it was three guys passionately talking about something they absolutely love because Mike loves it as much as we do. And then, yeah, and that was what I was going to say is Mike was such an easy guy to talk to, like having never met the guy or talked to him. Um, he was such an easy guy to talk to. And it was just it was like sitting down and doing a podcast with with my friends again. Yeah. And so that, I think, made it really well, yeah. really good. Yeah. So then that, and that was also cashing in our, uh, OK, we have media access now. We would like to start here, please. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another interview that month was from Trailer Pod Boys, and you and Dave interviewed Jeremy Hardy, who's been the senior editor of that show from like the get go, all the way back to the uh, oh, what was Cart it? Boy. Cart Boy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another super guy to talk to. Um, really down to earth, just kind of hung out. Um, he likes to bust our balls a lot, especially on email, and uh, just a super guy. Um, couple more releases. Uh, almost viral did its yearly release. I expect only one for 2016 as well. <laughs> That's just the way it goes with Greg. Um, we have a return, a reboot and a return. Philly's full count with Dave and his new co-host Jack. That's right. I love that new format. The the troves and troves of people that were you know fans of that show were waiting, and they got what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thing about any of this stuff, like with Tim and Chris and I. I have no idea how many people listen to the show, any of the shows, and only Matt knows. Right. And, and every once in a while, Chris will ask him because he's just interested, and Matt will say a number with Star Wars, and it's always like a big number. I've never asked Matt. I can't imagine it being more. I can't imagine it being double digits. But that being said, it was something fun that my son and I could do, especially in the summer, because. I have off in the summer, as does my son. He has the same passion for Phillies baseball that I do, and he's also very articulate. Yeah. He's good at broadcasting. He's done some acting himself. He's a very... Um, he's freaking hilarious. Yeah, he is. Oh, yep. Thank you. He's got a very sophisticated sense of humor for a 13-year-old, and he's also very good at performing. He's in he's in like the select choirs at school and jazz band at school. He loves performing he never gets nervous even in front of like hundreds of people so the fact that i put all that together and i knew he would be good at it so it can't it, it went from a show of me just kind of you know rattling on about phillies and no one listening to at least me being able to share something with my son and telling him things that i knew he would want to know because they're really conversations that we would have while watching a Phillies game, something would happen during a game and I'll be like, Hey, did you know this about this? And we would start talking about it. So it's like, well, we might as well record it. And that's, you know, it goes back to what we were, what we were talking about earlier. And and I was saying, it's like having people to bounce stuff off of with podcasts is just makes them much more interesting and and makes them go a lot smoother, have a better flow. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. You'll be happy to know Dave, as you were asking, talking, I, kind of was curious myself and your last episode of Philly's full count episode 11 was downloaded 509 times really yeah that's shocking okay so it's not double digits it was Triple probably my digits, as Chris would say. <laughs> <laughs> it was my son 500 times and somebody else nine times <laughs> no it's fun we, we'll do it again it's a it, it was easy to do in the summer because yep. we were both kind of lazy bumps but now, now that the school year started i have to I have to sit down and really do the research on the rest of them because there are a lot of great players that were these early numbers. Once we get out of these low numbers, it's going to get to be slim pickings. But that'll be fun too. And that's kind of, and we'll get to it not too far from now, but kind of where I wanted to do some things with news as anyway is kind of do seasonal releases. Not everything has to be every week, every year. So I'm happy with having it during the offseason when Jack's available at and you kind of build up to the to the baseball season. I, I I actually love that. That's a good idea. We could bring it back for uh, spring. When spring spring training is going to start, actually, the pitchers and catchers report 
not too long from now. <laughs> so once, uh, like maybe once the new season starts, we'll we'll debut a new season. And I believe we're on number twelve. Yep. We have to start with number yep. twelve. Yep. And I have some ideas for all those low numbers because. Uh, so- one of the things that, that I would encourage you to, to allow to happen with your podcast, Dave, is allow it to morph into something else. Like, like if you start running out of a bit of the material, allow it to morph into something else. Like, um, you know, uh, uh, Philly's full count now is just Dave and his son going to the ball game and what, what happened today? That kind of stuff. Don't let it, don't pigeonhole yourself into being doing exactly what you started doing. Right, because I know with with um, catacombs, we started yeah. <laughs> with doing one specific thing, and it just kind of blossomed into like doing a crap ton of other stuff as well. Yeah, and uh, it it's, it makes for good shows. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I've done that with with involving him at all, and I do like the yeah. format because I mean, really, I told Matt when I started doing this, I'm I'm not an author, and there are certainly books out there that are barely books. They're just list books. This would make a great book. Um, and I kind of, I mean, partly wanted to get it recorded and on the books to maybe one day compile it as a book, but um, wanted to get it recorded at least. So if somebody did take the idea, I can say I had that idea and, <laughs> yeah. and you owe me money. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, it's all about the money with podcasting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're rolling in it here, man. I'm rolling in something. <laughs> the, no, uh, it'll it'll come back for uh, baseball season. Cool. I like that idea. Well, I'll, I'll make another uh, another goal for that. There was that was even a show my father was enjoying listening to as they were down here and we were driving around. I was listening to it. Although you really? made a mistake on one and he had a goddamn shit fit. Really? I don't even know what it was. You you said you. I think you corrected yourself later, but. The, when you said it at the time, it was like, ah, da, 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 I'm like, calm down, dad. I'm sure he knows. And then you're like, oh, no, that's not who I meant. I meant this. And then you said the guy's name. So I, I made up for it. Then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Anyway. That's well, I come from a, I come from a family of people like, like that, that, you know, like, I mean, every, you guys talk about trailer pop boys or we talk about 80s movies or Star Wars things. My family doesn't care about any of that shit. They care about sports. And when you talk about sports, you better get your stuff together because <laughs> my grandfather was a sports writer and he used to, in fact, that's at the end of the show, I said that the show's dedicated to, to my grandfather because he was a sports writer and he had a press pass and we would drive down to the games. He'd flash his press pass and we'd go in to watch the games. He'd interview Pete Rose after the game. You know, it was like a big Jeez. deal. So this is like coming from a, a family lineage kind of yeah. thing. And that's why it's also cool to get my son involved because my son didn't know my grandfather. But this is a cool way to get him involved in something that's kind of like a f- family business in a way. Nice. nice. Well, I did not know that about the about your grandfather. That's That's awesome. Yeah. Last thing for July. I'm just going to mention this because it starts starts following some numbers that are going to come up important later. But I'm going to mention it. The series debut of our first four-video podcast, Weird Board, starts. Nice. And yeah. I'll get more into that as we get into the episodes. But I wanted to mention it because I start counting how many releases for video and audio because it's our second one, uh, along with Chris's micro movie, micro movie reviews, which actually I take it back. I guess this wasn't our first straight to video, but the one in this uh, in Florida, we'll say that straight to video podcast that started this month. So that pretty much wraps up July. That's one of my favorite shows. Oh, wow. Oh, you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, moving on to August. This is where at least numbers pick up. And this is where things numbers are more interesting to me sometimes. I don't know why. I'm not a statistician. I'm not a mathematician, but it, I don't know. I find the numbers increasing at this point cool. But basically because of the media host I just talked about, a couple within the past couple of months integrating it, I we produced so much that I hammered the host with episodes. 41 episodes in <laughs> how many days in August? 30 or 31? 31, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, 31, 31, 31 days. So 41 episodes released from that month, and everything was released. Absolutely everything. Swick, Indiana Jones, Philly's Full Count, Trailer Pop Boys, Grady's, Dial-Up Movies, RPG. We're bored. Uh, so we got a couple of videos in there, Catacombs, and three one-off specials. Uh, the <laughs> instant classic, <laughs> thanks to Dave and a large portion of Jack, Neozaz enters the room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the best one-offs I've, we've ever done. I, I I like listening to that from time to time. I'll skip through parts trying to find something specific, but I love that special. I'll have to listen to that again. Yeah, we were just talking about that yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> My son is like so obsessed still with that movie that we went to, uh, we were down on Passyunk Avenue yesterday um, after the Flyers game. They were hitting some bars and stuff. I take my son to bars. He's he's old enough. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, he, he he's he's well versed in bar <laughs> etiquette. So we went to this uh, really cool uh, little uh, cantina that's down there, and in the men's room, which was disgusting, uh, the walls were chalk. Like you could, you there were chalkboards yeah, you could write it. on. Right. So there was lots of boobs and dicks and stuff drawn <laughs> all over the place. So right next to, as you're peeing, like right at eye level, I drew a little caricature of Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> and I put, and I put, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. So, because I knew my son was gonna have to go to the bathroom at some point, so I went back to the seat and and then he was going to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, make sure you check out the walls and don't look at and don't look at the boobs. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. So you he, want your son to be looking at dicks instead of boobs. Yeah, I didn't mention the dicks. That's okay. <laughs> so he, he goes to the bathroom and he comes back. I see him come back in the room with a big smile on his face. He was like, I left you a message. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so now I have to go back to the bathroom. And he writes, he draws a caricature of Mark and writes in big letters, keep your stupid comments in, in your, your pocket. pocket. <laughs> So, that's, your, that's, that's, your son's that's, impressions from that movie are awesome. <laughs> he and he does it all the time. Anytime, anytime he he'll just break into it. Like we'll be in there sitting eating dinner, and I'll be like, "Yeah, this is really good," and he'll be like, "Yeah, it tastes good." <laughs> are you going to take him to the Rift Tracks event? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. I just have to time the uh, sexy. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to show those or not. I, I imagine they probably are. So that was going to be my follow-up question. That's the only part of the movie he hasn't seen, and uh, it's not that bad. It's not um, like he sees a real set of boobs. Those are fake as the day is long. Yeah, you see her a little bit, and I don't yeah. care I'm seeing about the white soda, yeah. but <laughs> right. that's another punch That's on. as fake as the day is long how, as well. How yeah. old is Jack now? He's 13. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's a, an interesting age for that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, well, how far do you let them go at that point? Yeah, he's seen all kinds of stuff, but not any kind of nudity or sex or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah certainly the violence, and and I'm at the point where he's hearing worse probably in school every day or on the bus. Um, so he's seen 
he's seen a lot of language in movies, so I don't mind him seeing that stuff because I know he's responsible about it because we've had a conversation. If I ever hear him say anything remotely like any of the things in these movies, not only is he done watching those movies, he's done, period. Mm-hmm. No PlayStation, no nothing. And he understands that he's real responsible about it. Um, he's he's always been he's always been a grown up even when he was little. He's like, you know, he's very mature. So <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing that I need to worry about. So uh, it's just, so it's how, just a sex scene. Yeah. If he's if he's so mature, how is he your kid? <laughs> yeah. I'm very mature. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop it. <laughs> nanny nanny boo boo. Yeah. Now Quinn has never seen the room, Dave. Oh no, no, no. I all uh, all that I know about the room is from your podcasts. Well, I didn't know about it until Matt and Christy. So they're educating people internationally. Uh huh. Yeah. I'll, In fact, uh, I I bought my copy, uh, and you know, very proud to own it. And the last time when Matt was here, Lou came over. We were all kind of hanging out here at my house. And when Lou left, I. I sent it home with them. So Lou ha- from Dial-Up Movies has my copy of The Room. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, I-, I think I'm just going to, you know, stay true to my, my roots <laughs> and be uneducated. Yeah. All right. I th- I think you're missing out. Well, I think we said, I think we said when we were talking about it, this is one of those movies that you know the people you can tell to watch it and you know the people you can't. And Quint and Chris are the two people that I know I'm pretty sure I'm not going to enjoy this. I think Quinn will look at it and go, okay, I can see what everyone else sees in this. And Chris will be like, why am I watching this? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm actually pretty good at that. When, when I watch something that is just not for me, I can see the artistry in it and I can see the, what, what other people really enjoy about stuff. And I'm just sitting there going like, I, I get it. I get what, what you're thinking is funny. It's just like, you just don't have a good sense of humor. And, and I'm sorry that you don't have a good sense of humor, but you're just stupid. You know, <laughs> But I get it. Stupid school. Stupid school. <laughs> More on that this week. <laughs> yeah, okay. The other two specials, the one-offs, were the uh, – Christy and I were just stopped by a, either a grocery store or a convenience store, and they had all those four mm-hmm. test flavors for Lay's, and we bought those and, and did a special on that. And that actually led to a couple other ideas that are coming up this year. But it was just a one-off. It actually got some people responding. Like they told us what their votes were and and what they liked. I was actually surprised. It was more of a mo- more of a uh, social media thing. Uh, Twitter. I haven't talked really about much social media. I'm not going to. But our Twitter accounts have exploded, and uh, we've got a lot of. I, I think this is one of the one-off specials that probably got the most attention because people were actually putting in their input. I was surprised. I thought we we're just going to put it out there. Dave and Quinn will listen to it. They'll get a laugh, but other people picked it up and, and talked about it. I was very surprised. Hmm. The third special was that damn Russian song that that was, I will say, I'll I'll be the first to admit it. There's not a lot of shows we do on here just because I want to do them, but this was it. This was a question that went unanswered for over a decade in my life, and now that I found the answer, I was like, I'm going to record it, and again, some people thought the song as goofy as I did and responded well to it. It's by no means a... Uh, groundbreaking episode in podcasting but i had to do it i had to record the history of this goddamn song and put it out there and some people liked it i think i missed this it's called the title was that song yep (laughs) i i i mean uh, i'll have to go back and and 
give, give it a listen. I must have just must have skipped through it on my feet or something. Okay, it's know. on our specials channel. It's called Let's Be Glad. And oh God, <laughs> that was a that was a ten year question in the back of my head. Finally put the rest. Thank God. <laughs> uh, what else was that month? Um, do, 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 do. Oh, I started putting some articles in conjunction with our Halloween Horror Nights coverage just to give us more clout with our new media agreement and i i pretty much articleized our first timers tips which got just as good a response as our podcast yeah and then yeah, honestly the the work that you did even even in the next month months uh of uh the articles were impressive for hhn yeah i i was surprised because i usually don't like writing but this is something i was passionate about and people are responding to that always helps we say yeah. this every episode or not every episode every series i mean everything we do is a labor of love to a degree. And you can only do that for so long, but when people respond, it really helps. And that really helped with Halloween Horror Nights coverage. Yeah, we got, uh, I was amazed at how much positive feedback we got so fast. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was great. Um, and also, they did the full lineup article, which a lot of people hit, but that was built off a our Midnight Madness episode. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. And that is one, that I think that was the first time, uh, Dave said, you had told me you listened to the show and you liked it, but that was the first time I think you wrote me and said, I could really hear the excitement in your guys' voice in this episode. Yeah, it was pretty apparent. Because we were like a were... bunch of fanboys the second we saw like a new 3D house, the yep. the uh, body collectors coming back. And yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was an absolute raw emotional. This is, this is, this is who we are episode. There was no posturing in that whatsoever. Not that there isn't any of the other ones, but there was that was this was all new information. We weren't even prepared for it. This is what yeah, no, you heard is what you got. It was a great episode. Yeah, I thought so too. It was uh and and any time that I get to I mean I get to forget that I'm sitting in front of a mic <laughs> yep. uh, is is always good. And I think that was one of the one of the rare times podcasting this this year that it was like I didn't even remember I was sitting in front of a mic. I didn't remember that it was just like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to doing that. And then again, this year with some of the tools that we have, I would like to do it live and I would like to open the phone lines after everything's revealed and get people's thoughts that are listening live. Oh, that would be cool. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, We did have a new edition. This is the negative one podcast. This was a podcast. I started chatting back and forth with a guy on, Twitter. Now, this is a little different situation. They we're not hosting their shows. We're re we're syndicating them in a sense. They were looking for more exposure. I was looking for more shows to the network, and we came to this idea of syndicating. It's like you okay, you keep hosting it. Doesn't cost me any money. Doesn't and you coming over us syndicating won't cost you any money. We'll see what happens. And they were very happy with the initial results, and I think they're still happy with them. But they were certainly surprised that that we had a, enough of a base following that when we say there's a new show, people automatically listen. So it was a really nice win-win. It's a show. I like these are guys who it's two guys. And, and one of them, they have a list of things that they know about in pop culture that they've never done. And one will pick something for the other to finally do either be listen to a, an album, watch a movie, read a book, something like that. And they discuss it on the next episode. So it's a show I liked. I'm happy to have them aboard and it's been a, it's been a good relationship. So something I look, I'm looking to do more of in 2016. Awesome. Yeah. And 
I think again, this is this goes to growing the network and and the, the great job that you've been doing of of just you know uh, getting stuff that people want to like and and leveraging all of the fans that you have on various different podcasts to to promote the other ones. And I think you do a great job doing it. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's a good idea for a show too. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. Uh, other highlights, real quick, was the uh, now along with that, I also made now that we had these extra special episodes these three special episodes i made a specials feed for anyone that's missed the specials in the past because we used to do them we've done them throughout the history of news as just there seemed to be more this year so i was like well if people are hearing the history they might want to know what we did in the past so i made a channel for it and that made ended up giving us 20 channels all together in news as crazy wow that's 20 different feeds you can subscribe to shit yeah right Excuse me. And that's about it for August. Um, yeah, that is well, it. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There, there's a note that I see here from August that, that? that cannot be skipped. I mean, the Wilro Hood, Tian Chyler read-along adventure. Oh, we did skip right. Oh, because I see the Halloween Harnets at the bottom. Okay, yes. Oh, oh, yes. That was, uh, oh, that's, I missed all that. That was one of our, this is one of those really cool things where it's like we were ran out of specials in about this point of the year. And it's like, well, what can I do that's easy, but people are going to willing to listen to? I'm like, oh, here we go, and I can kill, I can kill two episodes with one stone. I'll, I'll do a trivia special. Well, I'll ask twenty questions, and then the next special, I'll reveal the twenty answers. And then I recorded the twenty questions, and I'm like, well, this is really short. What can I put in the middle? And we put in a Tion Tyler Willow Hood read along in the middle of the twenty questions. You're right. Yeah, I love the Tion Tyler Willow Hood <laughs> stuff, man. It's anytime you get Willow Hood on the podcast, I'm I'm usually listening. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's <laughs> good to know. And the amount of the amount of uh, work that you had to do on those to make them sound retro and 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 make the audio sound like it was from one of those old read along tapes. You you enjoyed doing that. Kind I of love stuff. doing that. Yeah. Yep. So and it really comes through on this because it's like it's that attention to detail that makes things great. Yep. So that's I, what he does. That's what I do. So it's funny. You mentioned that, David. It ends up, you're right. It's like, it ends up, what can I do? That'd be the easiest thing I can possibly do. And then I'm like, well, that was a little too easy. What? Let me throw the hardest thing I can possibly do in the middle of this as well. That way it evens itself out. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause you can't, I mean, you can't keep everything easy or anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Easy. What's the fun in that? Right. Yeah. I forgot about that trivia. Yeah. That trivia challenge. That was good too. That was, that was a, that was a lot of fun. And that actually leads oh into, I'm going to, put that in my notes for later that leads into something i want to reveal at the end here oh my god so, that trivia challenge was insane because i'm like i look at the trivia challenge and i'm like oh yeah I, i'm gonna be able to ace this sucker son of a bitch <laughs> right and, and i start reading this and i'm like holy fuck i am not answering any of this shit because i have no fucking clue holy shit dude like this is like esoteric shit i don't know that was one uh, that was for the listeners for sure because i did it on characters that we covered and made sure it was something we covered in the episodes yeah. Well, not only that, it was like it was like what did Chris say in this episode? Oh, that's true. I did. Yeah, that yeah, episode? I did. That's right. I had four questions for us individually. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was just, I was just like, oh my god, you, you put way too much work into this. <laughs> I guess I did. In the end, now you talk about it. Yeah. It was, uh, it was good. It was I, so I much en- for simple. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. So that does close out August. That is now. I went through the rest. I, that is August, September. We move on, and I, I, I'm actively in the month of september saying okay i'm not going to push the limits of the media host i don't need to no not necessary to release 41 episodes but we still manage without even trying to 
hit a number. We released, released 39 episodes in September. And that is just regular, run-of-the-mill, no pressure, just things fall into place to release 39 episodes. That is awesome. Without trying, we put out 39 episodes in a month. It was a good month. It was, yeah. And it's everybody again. I don't even need to list them again. But it's, it's all the usual suspects. Um, we have... Uh, well, we got a bunch of notables. There's not many specials. There's special episodes of series. In fact, I don't think there's any specials, standalone specials. Uh, one thing I did mention, I've never done this before, and this was actually, I only noted because I wasn't sure it was possible. I changed the name of Matt Goes Goofy to Matt Goes Running because I continue the show, but I'm no longer doing the Goofy Challenge. And I'm like, how does that work in iTunes? I need to know this because who knows how that's going to come up in the future. And this is a show this is probably one of our least downloaded shows. Let me figure it out on this one. And it turns out it's not that bad. So it was a nice learning experience and I got to change it to a more appropriate name. So when I can learn something, that's always a good thing. Hmm. We have another return and kind of a reboot with the new Muppets TV series. Karen, Christie, and I get on the line after every episode of the Muppets and do our instant reactions, which has been a lot of fun. It might yeah. not be what people are looking for in that show, but it's, we're having fun and it's, yeah. that's, I, you know, of, and I think, that's a lot with podcasts that I listen to. Like, I mean, I listen to a lot of the podcasts from Neosets, but I also listen to other podcasts. And any of the ones that are not um, short story stuff that I listen to that are just kind of like what we do, which is just, you know, a bunch of dicks talking about stuff. If it's people that are talking about having a really good or, or they're having a really good time talking about stuff they really love, the podcast is usually good. Yep. Yep, that is absolutely true. I mean, I love almost everything True 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 Freaks puts out, if not everything. And I don't know. I know way less than half of what they're talking about. It's just they're very passionate and very – and in that passion comes across when they start to debate very clear explanations of what they're talking about. I think that has a lot to do with that type of show as well. It's fun to hear people be excited about anything. Yeah, it's true. Yep. And that Muppets thing is great because I'm not – a by any means the Muppet fandom that y'all have, but watch the show. And it's fun to listen to somebody talk about something that's fresh in your mind the next day or, you know, a day or two later that you feel like you're in on the joke or you're in on the conversation, even though you're not literally in on the conversation, you're listening to somebody do it. So having seen it, having people that I, you know, like to hear their discussions, talk about it. There's something to that. There's Mm -hmm. something to the instant reaction kind of podcast for anything that's done. And I think that's why uh, Star Wars in character resonates so well across all of the, the people that listen to it is that these are the, the listeners are just, you know, they just feel like part of the conversation. You know, they feel like a part of the conversation sitting around with a bunch of their friends, just shit talking about something that we all love, which is Star Wars. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I think that's why it resonates so well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And the people that, uh, I've been our longtime fans get that from the beginning. Yeah. Some people, some, and, and not, I'm not, I don't want to frame this. Some people actually download the episodes to learn something and they're taken aback by the way <laughs> we present the information. <laughs> That's how I, best I can say that. And I've gotten emails, not nasty, just very surprising res- immediate responses from those people, if that makes sense. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I, got I it. Imagine, yeah, I can imagine uh, some of the responses you're going to get from those. Uh, <laughs> you and I just, uh, yeah. 
Uh, now September, September, huge, 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 huge month for catacombs in every regard. It's our first official media event with Universal. It's opening night of Halloween Hard Nights. It's the media party. We should stay right off the bat. Quint could not make it. Rich. And Quint's loss is my neighbor Joe's gain. He went with me. He is not going next year. I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, honestly, though, I mean, who, uh, Joe has enjoyed Halloween Hard Nights with us. The, oh, that, that is a great proxy for you. Oh, it was an awesome proxy for me. I don't hold it against him at all. Yeah. I, I'm, I hold it against me because I was too stupid to book a bloody plane ticket. <laughs> so when we're invited to this, I, I understand it's a VIP. You get the, oh, It's called the RIP tour. You get in all the houses. You get into the shows. Although we didn't get to see the Carnage Return show, but that's we'll get to that. Um, but I did not realize it was fully catered. And I don't mean like we're not talking hot dogs and hamburgers on a steamer tray. We're talking... Every single piece of food was handcrafted. There's a pasta station where you told the gentleman what pasta you wanted, what sauce, and what protein. You went to a carving station with sliders. It's like, do you want beef? you want ham? you want chicken sliders? Went to a taco. It, it, this was like super this – was, this was very good food. I don't want to oversell it. Very good food. Most importantly, open bar. And again, we're not talking – canned beer and boxed wine we are talking full open bar in every regard you can think of and then if that wasn't enough we go into this see see, an open bar alone would have paid for my plane ticket (laughs) that's true right (laughs) and then from this from there after all of this after uh i didn't i never saw mike that night i did see uh, a friend of mine cause got to talk to jim timon very briefly he's the vice president of entertainment finally got to meet allison face to face the head of pr who made all this possible then after all this incredible stuff we go into a the the horror makeup theater and have a q and first mike introduces everything we're about to see then we have a q a with mike aiello Chandler Riggs from The Walking Dead, Greg Nicotero, head makeup artist and senior executive, producer of Walking Dead, and John Landis, whose American Werewolf in London is featured once again this year. Amazing night, to say the very least. Yeah, makes you feel like you've uh, come a long way from yeah. when you started doing this. <laughs> sure so. do, yep. yeah, you guys deserve to, to go do stuff like that. You've earned it. I have well, to say, you. You, did, you did really well with your coverage on that night. Thanks. And I got an assist from uh, John Landis to ask Michael a question. That was probably the highlight of the night. That yeah, didn't make true, it into true. coverage. I was like waving my hand. I was swinging back and forth. The host didn't see me. And John Landis said, can we at least ask one more question? This guy keeps waving his hand back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, John. You said John was pretty loaded, right? I thought he was, but I did end up talking to the host of that show, and apparently, like he's been there before, as we all know, he's been there not mm-hmm. only with American Werewolf in London, but with uh, other projects with Halloween Hard Nights. Apparently, that's just him. Oh, okay. So I take that back. I-, I thought he was, but apparently, that's just him. And once that bug was planted in my ear, and I go back and listen to it, I'm like, okay, that's flamboyant. I mean, I've seen a lot of the Max Landis kind of stuff. A- Kooky dude. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of the Max Landis stuff, and he's not far from that same personality. So he's just, yeah, he's very animated. I tend to get animated on the cusp of being trashed, and then my next beer, I'm out like a light. So that's I just equated it to that, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as soon as I see that in you, I usually try and pull out the whiskey because then it gets fun. Oh, God, no. Lord, no. No, 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 no. So the rest of the night, as we... 
as I mentioned, it was a VIP tour. We we were we went right up to right inside all the houses. Went in the Bill and Ted show. Did not see the Carna- Car- uh, Carnival of Carnage, but I was allowed back in the next night to see it, which I did. And not only did I see it, but I saw it with a friend that Quint and I made, who was Jack the Clown. I won't say the actor's name, but he was the Jack the Clown for all the media appearances, for all the advertising, and for the show itself. And I did get to see his show as well as as Quint got to see his show as well when we saw. Yeah, um, and and. Um, him and Chance, the, the actress that yep. did Chance, were both very kind and signed some photographs for, yep. or some artwork, sorry, for me. Um, so yeah, they were they were fantastic. Yep. Uh, everybody that we interacted with for the, the media stuff at um, Halloween Horror Nights was fantastic. When you guys go to like something like that, do you at all feel like maybe minor, minor celebrities amongst <laughs> that crowd? You know that I didn't even know people recognized my T-shirt more there. The only time I, I, I it kind of it took me by surprise, and I was like, "Wow, we actually are doing something with the show." Is when we were recognized at the event itself, outside of the VIP party. Right. So the VIP party, I, you expect to see people and names and sites you recognize because they're all invited. So that didn't surprise me as much. When we're just going cold without really any announcement, we just went to have fun. And some guy looks at our T-shirts and say, are you a fan? We're like, no, we're those guys. And he goes, oh, my God, you're those guys. That made you feel a little special. It yeah. did. And, and I don't know celebrity, but it just made me feel really good that somebody enjoyed what we were doing. Exactly. Um, yep. You know, I I, there's no way that I would ever feel like a celebrity at this point. Cause it's just like, uh, I'm a dick that sits behind a mic and spews <laughs> right, out exactly, all kinds yep. of stuff. Right. There's no way I'm a celebrity, but, but when, when people just like see and appreciate what you're doing, that that's fun. Yeah. It's, it's feels really, really good. Well, good. I'm glad you guys got to experience that. The other hollow, this was only because this has never, ever happened before the, uh, an article I wrote, I wanted to make a, a print article completely outside because we released we me and Joe recorded this episode or recorded our notes. Me and Quint recorded the episode and then we put it out opening weekend. Make sure it gets out there. Make sure make sure Universal hears it. And I was like, you know what? I really need a print article with this or a blog article, whatever you want to call it, uh, something text. But th- that's not a rehash of this. So I was like, what angle could I do that my, people might read? And I came up with the twenty five ways Halloween Horror Nights twenty five nails it. I wrote it. I just 25 bullet points of things I really like to put it out there. Mike Aiello immediately shares it. But more than that, a gentleman named Daniel Dennis, who that name means nothing to you, but he is the face of Central Florida culture. He's the, uh, he does all the media coverage for the Orlando City, the, the, uh, soccer team. He's got his own show. He's shows up on every media TV radio, you name it. Everyone knows who he is. He shared the article as well. And in one day, that article is read over 12,000 times. Holy uh-huh. shit. That's never happened on Neo's as We've never been known for our articles. This one went n- nuts immediately. That's awesome. That was yeah. very cool. Great. You know you're doing something right. I guess happens. so, yep. <laughs> so outside of Halloween Horror Nights, that was not the only thing that happened in September. Best of Fives debuted, even though it's not a regular series per se. It's like a, it's a, it's like one of those pop up restaurants. It's a pop up series. You don't know who's going to be on it. You don't know what it's going to be about. You don't, don't know when it's going to be released. But it started. It was Dave's idea, and it started in September. This is one of the best podcast ideas anybody has had on Yozaz in a long time. Well, thanks. It's it's um, 
It's it's not much more than a list show, but I know. But it's 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 the, that's the cool thing is like it's a really simple concept. But what it's done is it's brought a lot of different people together from the various podcasts and neos as, and you're kind of mishmashing stuff together, and it's fun. I I really enjoy it. I, <laughs> and by the way, Matt, my wife, t- it, this is from my wife. It needs its own feed because she couldn't find just the best <laughs> of five list. Well, it might, it might, maybe <laughs> just, it might. Yep. Just passing along the information. Okay. I can find it. It's the, well, that, uh, was the, it, that was the idea, at least, because, I mean, I, I'm i not just saying this because I'm trying to sound like modest or humble. I would much rather listen to other people than myself. And I think that's true of, a, of several people on our network. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I do like I to talk. I just want to listen to me, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd love to hear other people's opinions and ideas and stuff like that. So although I am on a lot of these best of fives, it's because I'm passionate about a lot of other things. I I mean, the idea was when I pitched it to everybody, and I really mainly Matt, it was like, I'm going to do a bunch of these. But really, the idea is that anybody can do this at any time with little or no preparation on any subject. Really, I'd, I'd love to hear two people that I don't even know talking about something that I know nothing about, but like we've been talking about, I'd like to hear, I'd love to hear people's passion for things. So... I know that's why when when Matt and I were scheduled to record something, I think Catacombs, I was like, oh, by the way, do you want to do a quick best of fives with hockey players? And he's like, "Uh, sure, that should be easy. Turned out not to be. But anyway, it was like, I I want to participate. I want to play in this in this sandbox. And it's a fun sandbox. Yeah, it's 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 cool that that anybody can do it. And not that it's hard to do the preparation sometimes. But for some of these notes, it does take some time. I love making lists of anything because. It's just a fun thing to do. It's like kind of what guys do in bars or, you know, when they're supposed to be working or that kind of stuff on anything in pop culture. So it's not like you have to sit there and research anything. You're just thinking about what you like. You could do this at a moment's notice almost, and it doesn't take a lot of research or preparation. So as long as you have a passion for it and that those two people or even three people share a passion for something – you could do it on anything. And I'm interested to hear, I mean, the, the subject matter that we've covered so far is pretty, pretty, uh, you know, all over the place. And I'd love to hear what other people can come up with. I'm, I'm, I want to hear, we're going to record one after we do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't take a whole lot. You like sit there and you make a list. It's fun to make lists and then you can talk about it and, and hopefully learn something about it if you're interested in it like we've done several on on some subjects and it's like oh i didn't even think about that or i don't even know about that i think the the thing that's cool for me is that i learned things about the people that are doing the lists right it's like it's like they make a list about something they're interested in and it it just kind of reveals a little bit more of their character and a little bit more of their personality that i didn't know before and i that's what i like about it right well, good. I hope I hope it continues, and I hope people keep doing it. And I hope that it's like a like a trickle down effect. Like we we start it, but then it goes to our you know all of us and 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 our friends that aren't involved in podcasting, and then be those friends do it with some other friend that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I would I would love to hear a show that like a friend of mine does with another. Like I was at a party on New Year's Eve. My friend Jared has done. Um, two now best of fives and he was I met one of his buddies there, a really funny guy nice guy funny sense of humor like really would be great on mic I was like you guys should do one of these if you want I'll come and record it for you I'm not gonna say a word because I don't know how to you know set this stuff up sure 
That's the kind of stuff I want to hear. I want to hear other people. I'm tired of listening to myself. I'm actually trying to put in a thing in the on the new news as the rebuild I was just talking to you guys about off mic, a way for people to submit a best of fives. Like, and it leads to a link it's to a real basic, here's how you record. When you're recorded, this this is what you do. Send it to us, and we'll, we'll go over it. If there's nothing technically wrong with it and nothing uh, outside our scope of uh, – whatever even limits of you know i can't even think of the word I, I can't even imagine someone saying anything worse than we've said on our other shows but as long as it's not past anything we've censored ourselves with we'll put it on so i'm definitely working on making that easier for people to do that's an awesome idea because there's stuff i i don't know shit about like cars i know you stick the, the little metal thing in the slot and you turn it and it starts you don't have to do that anymore, Dave, actually. That's you true. Push, you just push the button. There's like this thing in your pocket, and you just push the button now. See, I don't even know that. But there's people out there that have forgotten more about cars than I'll ever know. And I would love to people that are into like, you know, what's the best Hemi, you know, ratchet uh, catalytic converter. Wow, those are those are three awesome things that you just threw together into one sentence that make absolutely zero fucking sense. <laughs> That's so awesome. There you go. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear two car guys go over that kind of stuff and hear their passion for it. I'd listen to it. And you know there are car people out there that would be like, yep, and nope, and they would have an opinion about it. Yep. That's okay. what I want to hear. That's a great I, I hope agree. I hope people start... Sending them in. Yeah, I'm going to try and make it as easy as possible. Yep. I wonder if there's even a way that we could just do like a, have a have an open Skype channel where where two people can just Skype in and and record the episode and hang up. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, because I can always have that. There's a Skype recorder I can always have running as long as I get a terabyte drive and and make it low enough. I could I'll probably only have to purge it like once every month or so. That's a good idea. That's, That's not bad. That. Yeah, Autowit should be able to handle opening and closing. Connections. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay, back to, well, that is, that was it. That was it for September. So on to October, which is as equally big if for one show. <laughs> and actually, that's not true. That's not true. There's a, we really embraced, uh, we kind of took a, a lead from Hollywood Studios and, and embraced Halloween as our ho- holiday this year, I think, on Neo's as. We have some Christmas traditions, which we'll get to, which were huge. I'm not taking anything away from that, but everyone seemed to come out to help out for Halloween. So, But to start off with, if there was ever going to be a month where we were going to be kind of down in releases, it's going to be this month because I, I had to travel to Green Bay twice. I also yeah. got like super sick in the middle of all this. But not to, me- not to mention, you traveled to Green Bay twice. You traveled to L.A. once. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was in all three corners of well, yeah. three out of the four corners of the U.S. during this month, and we still cranked out a crap we did, ton. We still did 33 episodes of a month that has 31 days. So anytime that we can match or beat the days in a month, that's huge. That is super huge to me. And it was also the news as Halloween Hard Nights weekend, which we had every best intention to set up mics in the studio and record, but no, no, no. We're going to go out and have fun. We're at Universal all day. We're at Halloween oh, yeah. Hard Nights all night. We're drinking all night. We're <laughs> eating all day. We're at Halloween Hard Nights again the next day. That's not no, to say we didn't have recorders going. We, like, we did record. We did, we did a really cool special. We did the um, Harry Potter versus Springfield 
beers oh, at yeah. Universal Studios special that month. Yeah. That, that was a favorite of mine. Oh, you like that one? Cool. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. I listened to that on a walk, and because I because I'd had all those beers with you, you know, earlier. Right, yeah. That summer and got to listen to you guys talk about that. And it was cool because you could hear the sounds of the park in the background. It was like, it was kind of like being there with you guys. It was really great. Uh, that was a favorite of mine of, of like the whole year, I'd say. Oh, wow. Thank that's you. cool. Oh, that, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that that, that came, came across because that was, that was really what we were going for. You know, just two guys hanging out at the theme park drinking beers. And if that came through, that's awesome. Yeah, you could hear you could hear everything. Like you could hear when you guys were in Diagon Alley, you could hear the the John Williams music behind you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. yeah, cool. So, um, as far as releases, who what was released? I mean, it was everybody again. I don't need the pinpoint. It's everyone we talked about. But the thing I want to talk about is that the week of Halloween is like where everybody stepped up. Everyone embraced the Halloween idea. And I think the success of Catacombs may have inspired a lot of that rpg did two halloween specials i only think i listed one in my notes but i went back i was as i was building the site just this weekend rebuilding it i saw they had two they had a uh one for halloween week and one for halloween night dial-up movies did from dusk till dawn specifically for halloween we're bored we did oh no zombies just for <laughs> halloween there was two Best of fives best of five freddy kills with uh chris and our friend erica saris and then best of five Five's uh, Monsters with Lou and another co-host from Dial-Up Movies. I did not write his name down, I'm afraid. but uh, Was that Tim from Dial-Up Movies? It may have been. It may have been. I don't know. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was everybody kind of, kind of did their own thing <laughs> in there. It was, it was, it's, it, it's cool when everybody, and it wasn't like you sent out an email and said, No, I didn't. Put, no. put this stuff out. Everybody kind of just like took the initiative and did it. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I think with all the Halloween coverage we had going into this, people were just, you know, going, oh, well, it's Halloween and they're doing this stuff. Well, let's just crank out a little bit more Halloween stuff. And, and oh, we're, we can do a Halloween movie. That's not hard to do. We can do, you know, that kind of stuff. And it, it worked out awesome. There was even almost a lost footage episode in a sense. It's There was an episode of Star Wars in Character where the four of us were all talking about, we were talking about Halloween and Halloween Horror Nights and different events in our local areas and we started talking about the haunted cinema thing we did in Quakertown decades ago right and we ended up talking so much about it that there was enough to take that off-air recording in a sense just me make a little intro of what we're talking about and that was an entire special called the haunted theater <laughs> yeah i forgot about that <laughs> um uh, Halloween. Okay. Best job ever. Best job ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, best of five. Or, uh, sorry. I'm looking at the head here. Uh, Catacombs Halloween Horror Nights was basically all specials that year or that month. It was our Hollywood Horror Nights Hollywood special, which was a yep. lot of fun, which we ran into completely by accident. The man that runs the entire event, John Murdy. Yeah. So we got yeah, that was. That was really special. <laughs> we got our impromptu interview with him without even trying. Lou's first time in review. I did a last minute planning special at the end. Uh, it was all specials. I mean, it, there was no there was no sense in talking about the past when the biggest Halloween Horror Nights ever was going on, and that's what yeah. we covered. Uh, Best of Fives had a couple more episodes. We had the Disney attractions no longer around, which I loved hearing, and I loved hearing Dave's Orange Bird story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just have to bring that up now. I'm, I'm like, oh. Bummed out again. 
Yeah. Had your are, you, are you Eeyore now? Uh, yeah, really. Eeyore. That, that, just, that just brings me right down. Drink more beer. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right, I'll do that. There was the right. uh, one with Jared you were just talking about. One of the ones recordings with him. It was the the beers inspired after uh, music inspired beers. Yeah, that was uh, because the release of the ACDC beer. And thanks to that, I've now seen that at Total Wine at every visit. And I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it, you could do better with your 350 or whatever they're charging <laughs> over there for that. It's really a, kind of a waste of time. But that inspired that and. Getting my buddy Jared on Mike talking about beer is always a good idea. In fact, yes, we just, it is. Yeah. We, before this came back from the uh, proper brewing company here in Quakertown, we were over there having some nice libations. Very nice. Uh, Star Wars in character. We did, uh, of course, our character releases and we did two specials. We did a Best of Fives crossover to introduce Best of Fives to that audience. And then Swick Radio. This is probably the most work I put into any special all year. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was awesome. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> well, you uh it's it's the kind of thing where we just send it off to you and you <laughs> your magic fingers make things happen. Uh, so I've heard. It's gotta happen somewhere. You know, it, it happened the same <laughs> thing uh when when well with something that we're gonna be talking about soon. I I was asking Matt, how do I do this? What what do I do this? And then I sent him a, a thing and I said, okay, so here's this. I just need you to do the pitch shift thing that you were talking about and then send it back and I can do all. And then I send it to him and he does the pitch shift thing and then I get it back and it's all done. And I'm like, dude, I was going <laughs> to do that stuff, but you just, damn, well, shit, it's all done. All right. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do. What I do. <laughs> And that's the best tagline from this year. (laughs) We had started talking about doing that back at Christmas, I guess. Like, why just limit song parodies to Christmas? Mm -hmm. Yes. And had, had, like, the the concept of it being, like, you were listening to the radio, and I was trying to describe this to Matt, and it's, like, one of those kind of things where, like, when you know somebody well enough, they know what you're talking about. If I had to describe this to somebody else, I'd be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like uh, it's hard to write a song parody for an entire song. Oh it's yeah, really difficult because at some point it becomes it becomes old. Like like I mean even like like who's the best? I like Weird Al or you know Adam Sandler. Whatever you want to say about those people, at some point you kind of get bored with it, and it's difficult. So the idea of writing portions of songs that were interrupted by the sound of a radio dial being changed, like we all grew up with. Uh-huh. Which which children wouldn't even understand, but that idea got you off the hook for having to write entire song parodies. So it was almost like a meta kind of thing where you were listening to the radio, and yeah. you understood what I was talking about right away. Oh yeah. yeah, I had a great time with that one listening to it, and they're fun to write. And it's just if you had to sit there and write a whole song, though, I think it would be difficult. Some of them were entire songs. Um, I think the one that I wrote about. Uh, to the cup song from Pitch Perfect was an entire song, and Christie's, <laughs> and Christie's was certainly an entire song. Well, I guess we're going to do that again. The song parody, yes, we are. Yes, Incorporate yep. it with something else that I'm sure you're going to talk yep. about a little later. Yep. In fact, let's just jump into November because that starts leading into that. Now, I have, I start off the releases because we got something new here. 36 releases again, more than the number of days in a month. 31 of those are audio, three are video, and two are live. Live nice. events. Yep. All the usual suspects. 
uh, same shows we've been talking about. I'm not going to listen to those again. But we were able to, uh, let's see. Well, actually, let me mention this first because it's in my notes. There, this was the second time in the entire year where we were behind an episode. So we had to tap in the exclusives again. And we did the Dengar episode. And that was strategic. We picked the Dengar episode because we were leading into the Artmore Project. And we used the Den- Dengar was our very first Artmore Project fundraiser episode. So we figured to help draw attention and to fill in this gap we had, we released it. So out of the 53 releases we had for SWIC, only two of them were pre-produced. So that's not bad. No, I, you guys, honestly, SWIC, the SWIC stuff you guys did this year, doing 52 episodes in a year is amazing. <laughs> it's huge. So... All right, leading up to the live stuff, because well, we're probably going to talk about that a lot. Let's just—I'll go. I'll run through this bullet points here. We wrapped up our Halloween, our first season of Hall- of uh, Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. We did our full cover, our full blow review of twenty-five. Uh, we did some more articles. Uh, mainly, we posted our unmasking the horror pictures, made some galleries and some descriptions. I did a no, no, wait, wait. That wasn't we. That was you. All right, that was me. That was me. Uh, uh, along with that, I made two 3D galleries, which again, awesome work. <laughs> thank you. So I did. I, I I love your 3D work. By the way, oh, Just thank you. Like uh, the first 3D stuff I got from you was the the stuff that you gave at uh, Balls for All. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, the the Tie Fighters and the the Star Wars stuff with the 3D glasses. I love that stuff. And then seeing you do this stuff online and stuff, I I really like that work that you're doing. Well, thank you. So yeah, I did that for do the unmasking the horror tours for <laughs> Body Collectors and The Walking Dead, and that 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 got getting good responses as well. Got some more best of fives to help round out the month. The Ramones with Dave and I. That was a lot of fun. And the yeah. photographer's one with Lou, the photographer. Yeah, that's and that was just the kind of thing that I was hoping it would be. It would be, it could be anything. Yep. It's it just strange. Like, and I said this on the show, it's two people talking about something that you have to see. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, but I think we did an okay job, and and that's what Lou does for a living. So it was good to hear his expertise. But yeah, it, that's that's the beauty of that show. It could be about anything. And oddly enough, since it's not officially a regular show yet, it even spawned some specials this month. We had the best buddy blowout bonanza game show edition that pitted Chris <laughs> and I against each other, hosted by Dave. That's right. Jeez, oh, I, I you know what I. I I missed that one. I've got to go back and put that on my list because shit, that sounds like fun. <laughs> how much me and Chris actually don't know about each other at all. Oh God. And probably for the benefit on my side. <laughs> you guys didn't know you, you did both did awful. <laughs> yes, we did. Awfully you did. Yep. Yeah. You, I thought you, I thought some of that stuff you were going to, you were just going to be like rattling stuff off. No, yeah, not really. Not really. Think. No, not really. Not at all. Mm. Nope. Uh, we also had the best of five theater moments, which is was quickly dubbed by our most loyal listeners the top five ways Chris is a horrible human being special. And <laughs> yeah, most of them involved him doing something um, sociopathic. Yeah, almost taking a kid's eye out, burning bushes, and not in the Moses sense, right? <laughs> I can't uh, imagine Chris would do anything in the no. biblical sense. That <laughs> That's wasn't. true, yeah. Uh, we'll have to do a sequel to that. And we do, because I thought of five immediately after recording that. Five more. I have, I have, a, whole, I have yeah. a whole list. It's like a, it's an entire sheet of paper. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we had our first Thanksgiving Day inspired special, I'll say. It's not about Thanksgiving Day, but we did, Christy and I did a best of fives of the best of fives Mystery Science Theater 3000, and it was inspired by their annual Turkey Day Marathon. They do a marathon all day Thanksgiving Day, and I was like, you know what? Perfect opportunity to ride some coattails, and Christy and I did our best of fives MST3K episodes. That was cool, especially since having just met Joel Hodgson the year before through the Artmar Project, it seemed like a, a fun thing to do, and we had fun doing it, which is, I think, the point of the show in general. Yeah. yeah. Now, back to what I said earlier, two live events. First of our live events, thanks to our Patreon supporters, we now have a call-in system where people can call in, we can do it, like uh, two hours at a time, any day of the month, every day of the month that we really wanted to, which I hope to have not, not every day of the month, but hope to capitalize more on it in 2016. And we tried it out with our biggest audience. And we did our first call in episode ever star Wars in character. Ask us anything live. And it went off so well and was so much fun. It's amazing how well that technology works. Yep. Yep. All web-based. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, I didn't catch that one. I caught one of the next ones, but uh, actually two of the next ones, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I unfortunately I had to miss that one. You're at a. Was that the night you were at a game? Yeah, I was yeah, okay. uh, watching the Sharks probably lose again. <laughs> we also piped it out live. I forgot about that point. We also have a live service now, so that was a nice addition to it. But uh, both worked flawlessly. And we had a lot of fun doing it. And we incorporated it into our next follow-up special, which was our annual Artmore auction. We did that live. We broadcasted that entire thing live. Uh, is our annual, anyone that doesn't know, I can't imagine you don't know, it's our annual Toys for Tots fundraiser drive. It's where we send out blank sets of Mandalorian armor to artists all over the world at this point. They send it back as custom works of art. We auction them off. This year, it wasn't. I wasn't even going to do it, but decided almost at the zero hour to do it and only sent out a third of the pieces. But with that, we still raised over $3,000, which is kind of in line to what we've raised the other years. So still a success. Anytime you raise more money than you spent, it's a success. Yeah, no, I think, I think with um, one third of the pieces, you got at least a third of, of what you normally exactly. bring in. So, yep. so uh, I think it was just as much of a success, uh, just as much of a success as the previous two years. Yep. It was just a little bit smaller. This it year. was, yeah. And we wrapped it up by opening up the phone lines. It took about a half dozen calls, so that was cool. So we integrated both again that for that special. So that is really about it for November. We go into December, and we're just still riding the wave that we set the precedence for for the past two, three months up to this point. So it was a little slowed down, and that is to be expected with all the holiday madness coming out of Thanksgiving, going into Christmas, and preparing for New Year's. But we still had... And more releases. I didn't write them down. Oh, I didn't write them down because I was writing my notes as the year was coming up, but we still released more than 31 releases that, that, uh, year. I, I'm not even going to bring it up. I think it was like 32 or 33. Um, first and foremost, another call live call in show. And this was the rural hood top 40 or hollow net top 40 swickmas Christmas. And I don't even know what his full name is. It's very long. And it was where people could call in and request our Christmas parody songs. And it was hosted by Dave and well, I guess Wilro hood. And I had an absolute blast with whatever I, part I played in this. 
I'm still kicking myself because I called in and I talked to Christy. Oh, uh, okay, right. And and she was like, "Do you want me to put you on?" Or and I'm like, "Well, do you have anything?" She's like, "Oh, we, I think we got like another one in the queue or something." That's oh, okay. Don't worry about it. And then as soon as I hung up, I was like, oh, "I should have had her put me on as Ricky from from Sunnyvale." All right, there you go. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, I, I immediately had this whole shtick that I was going to run through about how lame Wilrow was for only oh. ever ordering Colt forty five and blah blah blah. But I, I, yeah, it was just like. And as soon as I hung up, I was like, "Oh, I'm an idiot." <laughs> next time, but, yeah, there next time. Uh, it was, it was fun. Uh, the Wilrow Hood top forty was fun. He's something else. He's something. He is that guy. Uh, <laughs> we had more best of fives that month we released the arnold schwarzenegger episode which i think was like the first or second one you ever did dave if not the first i don't even know we, what order they were done uh the very first four and not all of them have even been released yet i don't think no they did. haven't i still have some yep, yep yeah we did mel gibson arnold schwarzenegger sylvester stallone and bruce willis on Is the a first stallone night. one yeah i think so oh, okay i have to check that out I, maybe I i'm wrong that might Maybe it was just those three. I thought yeah. we did four that first night. It was just Chris and I talking about actors that we both love. Okay. Well, sort of right, love. Yeah. Well, <laughs> love-hate relationships are always great. Yeah. Uh, Quinn and I did the Hockey Players one we talked about earlier. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the Harry Potter characters with you and Jack. I had no idea who you were talking about, but I do enjoy listening to you and Jack on our show. Because yeah, he likes to get he likes to get lippy. and. <laughs> That's probably why I like him. Yep. Yeah, he like he likes to sit there and and grow an attitude, and that's all right. Yeah, what are, he, he? You know what? He comes by that real honestly. Let me just tell you that right off yeah. the bat. Yeah. No, that's good. He's yeah. he's good at that kind of stuff. He's he's got a good sense of humor for that, and he's the authority on that by far between the two of us. So I was interested, and in, we didn't look at each other's lists, and I wanted to hear what he had to say. And yeah, he, he's he's I have to, kind of, I have to say, he's kind of good I, at this. Yeah, from what I've heard from your son on on the various podcasts and stuff that he's done, um, you have a really, really intelligent, humorous, um, and well-articulated son. Thank you. It's nice of you to say. I'm sure that <laughs> if you told him that, he would be, uh, he'd say, yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Can I do yeah, my homework? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's he's 13. He's, he's <laughs> one. He, doesn't, he, he wants to be left alone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, Pass the Popcorn put out a movie commentary for Rocky Four, writing the Creed coattails. That's always fun. I, I enjoy their commentaries, and Rocky Four is a good one to commentary. That's one you don't necessarily have to watch what's going on and listen to the commentary, especially yeah, was, if, if you know it as well as I think yeah. we do. I was listening to that at the gym the other day. I was on a treadmill, and it's like we always get these emails from people saying like i listen to you on the train or on the subway and people laugh i laugh and people look at me i was listening to that rocky fourth thing the other day on the treadmill and tim said something and i lost it and the person at the treadmill next to me like gave me a dirty look <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a dirty look jeez you're in the freaking gym oh yeah. they were like and- they were like looking at me like i was like like insane or something i'm like you know i didn't say anything but i was ready to say something but i didn't well then again, you know what? I think I know how he feels because anytime I'm in the gym, gym, I feel like complete shit because I hate going to the gym. And anybody that's actually having a good time in the gym, I will give a dirty look. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Uh, for the first time ever, I re-released an episode because I didn't think I got the attention it should have the first year. It was The Legend of Nick 55. 
<laughs> and I'm glad I did because two people wrote me with responses with more information on Nick 55, which we're going to revisit next year. Oh, So this mysterious karaoke singer has more information than I could possibly ever had hoped for. Oh, my God. Dude's wow. insane. <laughs> uh, Is he still living? Uh, that no one knows. That would oh, no be great if you could get him on the show. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I, don't know, oh, oh, oh. I don't know what I'd say to him. You'd be starstruck. <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's yeah. Struck anyway. Struck, yeah. <laughs> Dumbstruck, starstruck, pretty close. Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, our Christmas special. That was, that was Quint's fun. idea. And that it was- let. It led to an even better idea for 2016. Oh my god! Which yes. is the Santa Slay's Santa Slay commentary. Have you ever seen Santa Slay, Dave? No, it's you possibly the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Yep, this is like a Silent Night, Deadly Deadly Night kind of thing. It's even oh, goofier god, than no, that. It's way better than that. Do you know who okay. Bill Goldberg is? Bill Goldberg, the wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Picture yeah, him Goldberg. as Santa. Having, but in reality, he's just a what is he? Is a demon or an angel? He's a, he's a demon. He's a demon that lost a bet to an angel. To an angel, and, and now he has to be Santa Claus, and he gets and that, and that that particular bet has now uh, expired. Yep, yep. And so uh, he is now free to just use all of his Santa powers for and evil. Santa powers is the key phrase in that. <laughs> Santa powers, oh, yes. And not only, oh God, it 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 gets Santa Claus, uh, demented Santa Claus in a strip club. Yeah, let me just say that. And he actually right. is grossed out by the pole. Right. <laughs> he he sprays it down with Windex before he kills him. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, it is just it is so much fun. All right, I gotta watch this now. But the Christmas special. This is we open with a Jingle Bells parody. So we continue the song parody into Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. And that was Quint wanting to do a Yeah, I figured I, I was yeah, I, I got jealous of everybody doing all the song parodies, so I, I figured I could I can't carry a tune in a bucket, but I figured I could probably belt out a a jingle bells and then of course Matt had to fate or what uh, pitch shift it. Yep. And I figured after all that stuff it would sound okay and it ended up okay. Yeah. Nice. That was good. All right. Uh, let's see. From there, we go to The Force Awakens, of course, open this month. We're not going to get into our TFA discussion on Swick, but I do want to talk about Tim getting Christian Simpson and Orly Schumacher, which I think I'm saying wrong, but that's the best I'm going to do with as much, as much as I drank in this episode, on a special <laughs> Past the Popcorn episode reviewing this movie and those two we know christian simpson we just talked about him but orly is also they, they both provided voice work for the movie awesome insight into making the force awakens in this episode great job by tim and chris and i it, mainly tim for setting it up in the first place yeah that was definitely a scoop yep. yeah getting simpson on ever is a good thing yeah yeah i'm glad he's become a friend of the show yeah which i've said before I am. Yep. Too, I mean, it just he—he's just such a great personality when he's behind a mic of any sort. Yep. Yeah, yeah. In fact, he and the fact that he gets the show. We Tim has interviewed quite a few people, and you can either tell they have no idea who we are, or they go back and listen after they've met us, and we'd never hear from them again. In fact, all traces of our interviews removed from their website. But Christian 
started the conversation on our page. He didn't start the relationship. I, I don't want to say that. He didn't approach us, but he started the conversation by posting something on our Facebook page, and we kind of knew right away he got what we were doing, and we've developed a friendship between the show and him. I mean, I, I want to make that clear. Not him and any of us. None of us are going to call him to pick us up at a bar. That's just not going to happen. But I think he will participate in the show in the future if we ask him and you know give him a, something cool to do. I mean, if he ever did give you his real phone number, you right. probably could call him to pick you up right. at a bar. Maybe, yeah. I mean, he's, he's just that kind of guy. Right. But I don't think he's – I think he's smart enough never to actually give you his real phone I number. I would certainly hope so. I yeah. would certainly hope so. And he's probably in England anyway. Yeah. Well, he, no, he lives in L.A. now. So oh, we, can call him, we can call him from uh, – after drinking too much at City Walk, Quint. Yeah, all right. <laughs> On Christmas Day, I kind of felt bad that Christmas is such a big holiday for stars and character that we didn't do anything for Christmas Day. So with this whole, all these services we have, I was able to do an impromptu Christmas gift in a sense. You can't see the air quotes I did. But I I posted our Marvel, vintage Marvel issue 48 dramatic reading. The third power, the one where Princess Leia tries to get a loan for X-Wings and Darth Vader's there to thwart her. It was on our balls for our USB stick, but I figured, you know what? I'm going to loop this for three hours in our live stream, and anyone that finds this post on Facebook gets a nice little Christmas surprise, and quite a few people heard it, so that was cool. Nice. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, I introduced I Have Questions at the end of the year to let everyone know what that was going on, and we wrapped up SWIC with our resolutions episode, which was another one that wasn't hard to do, but a nice way to wrap up the year. So I'm, and I gotta say, I have questions. Is is turning into one of my favorite little side things that I get like five, six minutes of a week of just like, God damn, you're dumb, Matt. Or <laughs> Thank wow, you. that's really fucking cool. <laughs> well, it's, and I, it's, I think it's exactly what you're shooting for. Yeah, it is. I, it is. Yeah, it's an either or. It's like, wow, you're dumb, Matt. Or holy <laughs> crap, what is that? And and uh, the first one was holy crap, what is that? And the second one was. Well, that's a really dumb question. And it turned out that the answer didn't really interest me much, but a lot of the side information really right. did interest me. Right. Yeah, it's the, it's the pursuit of the knowledge that makes it fun. Pursuit right. of the knowledge. That phrase never crossed my mind in this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the answer. It's the journey. It's the journey. Okay, I'll give you that one. And your, and your Pinky Tuscadero episode sent me on a – <laughs> at least, at least hour long, uh, happy days binge watching. Are you of, serious? Oh uh, yeah, like I wow. was trying to explain it to to Jack, and he doesn't really watch much happy days, but he knows who they are. We sat here on YouTube, and I started. I started from her, and we ended up. And I'm not ashamed to tell you this. I was bawling. We oh. ended up with. I was like, we got to watch this. Oh, and then there's this moment. Oh, and then there's the jump to shark. We got to watch that because it's funny. And then this and that and the other. And we ended up with the two saddest things. It was it was Ron Howard's last episode mm-hmm. and him leaving. And th- this is like this is like more than just actors playing roles. These are people saying goodbye to each other professionally. It was gut wrenching. This final scene between Ron Howard and Henry Winkler. Um, I was crying. I mean, I was full on crying. And then after that was, um, there was an episode where Richie got in a car accident and it was, it's called on YouTube Fonzie's prayer. And it was, it was Henry Winkler pouring his guts out to God to, to, as Fonzie to not take Richie because he loves him so much. I don't remember. Yeah. It has totally escaped me. 
it's it's really moving. Oh my so that's God. where your your pinky Tuscadero made me cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. generally sorry. <laughs> and Jack and Jack sits there and looks at me like, "What are you crying? What's about? wrong with you?" Yeah. Well, yeah, no. shit. Um, so maybe so maybe your shows will will do that to people though. Like they'll start them. Why are your shows such a downer, man? I know, right? Ugh. I feel terrible. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I wanted to. I really wanted to move into something happy. Hopefully, this changes the course because, of course, we had uh, the 2015 Star Wars and Character Christmas Spectacular this year. Well, that was sad too. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> there were some. T- okay. There were some touching moments in that. There was, but Dave, you did a fantastic job writing it. I, I have to say, um, it was, uh, it was fun to listen to my wife and I were very surprised because of course I talked to Matt all the time and he was saying yeah I don't think we're going to do much for Christmas special it'll be like the Wilbur Hood thing or blah 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 and then when when it actually came out that you guys did one and Matt told me that you wrote it I was like this should be good and yeah you you blew away my expectations it was really good thanks it was uh it was fun to do and that and it was mostly Matt I mean Matt was the Matt was the main character and star and the performance was great well, thank you. And everybody's performances were great, but some of that that stuff, like with you and your and your mom and stuff, like every, even when I listen to it, it's just very subtle. But it's like it's touching. I tried to. I mean, we usually are like gross and and <laughs> and and rude and and lewd and try to be funny. This one was was a little more. I mean, there was some of that stuff. It was so hard to come up with an idea with The Force Awakens out this year because everything I came up with is like, it can be undone by The Force Awakens. It can be enhanced by The Force Awakens. I don't know what to do. Your idea was just like, wow, that is just so perfect for the situation we're in as Star Wars fans. That it yeah. really has nothing to do with The Force Awakens other than the fact that it's out. It, right. You just went with a different angle that I would have never thought of in working on it the entire Christmas season. So I'm so glad you took the reins. I was so happy to record it and mix it, and more than very many people, I don't know the number, but not just one guy. I mean, a lot of people have said this is the best one so far, and that's something to be really proud of. Well, I'm glad fact, people liked it. The fact that you, <clears throat> pardon me, the fact that you got uh, Matt's mom and dad in it recording the lines that they actually recorded, I was like, oh my God, this is a stroke of absolute brilliance. Because I've met his mom and dad, and I've met his dad, especially on a couple of occasions. And man, that's just, that was just <laughs> awesome. And he was great. Yeah, was. he pulled it off. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, didn't, I don't feel like I did anything except write stuff that I can imagine him saying. <laughs> right. So this really, he, true. Yep. he, he, I, I mean, I didn't really write that. He wrote that, like just his personality wrote that. And I, I mean, writing a story like that's not all that difficult because it's, you're following a pattern of, of an, of another story. It's not like an original story. So, yeah, but it still takes a lot of work. You shouldn't take, you shouldn't, you shouldn't dismiss the, the credit that we give you. No. Well, thank you. And everybody was really great and and it was it was a lot of fun to do and when I told Matt this like I wrote, I wrote the dialogue, but I didn't I didn't include other things. He the, the stuff that he added in as far as like sound effects and and the and the way the the what a stage director would do in something. Oh, like I know. That. Like like when when I heard you guys talking about the baseball scene when oh. Matt's going <laughs> yeah. I could not find anyone that that was talking Spanish or 
Spanish about Dominican. So I took this clip and I took this clip and then I mashed it together with these clips and then I repeated them several times. I'm like, dude, really? Like nobody would have cared if you'd have just taken an American baseball game and, and put some Spanish dub over it. Nobody would have cared. But you went the extra yeah, mile. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I look at it as, as no one's going to notice the work I put into it, but people are going to notice the work I don't put into it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and I don't, and I don't even think about stuff like that because I'm, I'm just writing a play kind of, and you're writing all that other stuff. So that 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 stuff, you have, like you like lose lines, and he uh, like all I wrote was I'm here with you know hundreds of people that are right outside those doors, and I was gonna leave it at that. Like you're listening to this, he's telling you there's other people there, and that's what you just believe, and you added the footsteps to make it really evident that those people were there. That was the one sound effect I was disappointed in because it was a march obviously if you heard it it's a march i, I would have rather than be more random but i ran out of time but i, I see what you're oh, saying really i because i thought the march was awesome I oh, thought okay it was, well good <laughs> like, uh, I, I thought it was like it, to me what i conjured in my head was like you know a bunch of a bunch of folks from the 501st and the rebel legion oh, and all that hey, stuff hey. like marching in time in there in costume and, and just like completely supporting so i thought that was good sounds good to me that's what i meant all right, yep. all right. good <laughs> I love that special, and I'm 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 glad that, that we were able to be a team on it. And I hope to expand upon that in the few, near future. I'm sure we will. Yep, I think so. Well, that is it for the year. We did a couple things uh, just for numbers' sake. I'm going to mention uh, for our balls for all. We figure if people are going to spend money to meet us, we're going to give them something. So we loaded up a USB drive that we gave everybody. And we did a special, there's another Swick episode on there for Black Squadron. We did two commentary tracks for the Droids and Ewok cartoons. Uh, we did the vintage comic reading that I mentioned earlier. I did a couple of things for Weirboard, some other videos of behind the scenes stuff. And just to lay out what we're doing to go to these final numbers that for 2015, this blows me away. Of all the live events, be it streaming pre-records, calls, call-ins, including the Balls for All appearance, Seven live events this year. Total video productions between Weirboard, Christmas Micro Movie Reviews, and some behind-the-scenes stuff, 36 of those. For our audio recordings, probably what we're known best for, 304, making a grand total of 347 individual releases for the year of 2015. Wow. See, now, now I think you've sold yourself a little bit short here because if you wouldn't have included your um, text uh Oh, um, true. Yeah, right. Yeah. Text things, you would have hit the, the 365 We would have because we did have like a, another 30 or 20 at least. Yeah. I didn't even think of those. You're right. Yep. Yeah. So, so I mean, basically, Neozaz has done at least one thing for every day of the year in 2015. Yeah, I think so. You're probably congratulations, right. Matt. Thank you. Yeah, yeah congratulations. That's <laughs> That's, That's great. a huge, huge uh, accomplishment, man. Even with that, I still feel we fell short, but I think this is You're not all, diminishing our, our accomplishments. And I, you know what? It, it's good that you feel felt that you feel short because that means that you're always just going to keep true, pushing, yeah. pushing, <laughs> pushing, pushing. Um, and I think you know that's that's true for all creators that that they always want to do a little bit more, a little bit better, or uh, you know something. They they could have done something extra. That's that's what makes really really talent or gifted creators what they are. Oh well, that could be. I'm not going to argue that because I drank enough to not argue that. <laughs> I think <laughs> no, we did. I think it did fall short in Trailer Park Boys, Trailer Pod Boys. We talked about that. And I think yeah, we're we going to make up for that this year. 
attraction obsession, I would at least like to close out what I made the notes for. I mean, there was, there's more hours put in researching than recording. So I think I'm doing myself a disservice by not finishing that series. So maybe, maybe. We'll see. Uh, Mupp- the Muppets and character retooling needs a little more structure, but I still think it's nice that we have it back. The biggest thing I fell short on, I don't even know if this is a fall short. It's just a, a circumstance thing. The Patreon milestones. The fourth milestone was like we promised a monthly special. The sixth one we promised live events. Well, with everything we've been able to do with Patreon, we've, we haven't hit the fourth and sixth milestones. So we're all already over delivering on our milestones. But then on our second milestone, which we crossed, we said we'd do movie commentaries. Well, okay, we haven't done the movie commentaries, but we're already delivering on milestones we haven't crossed. So I need to reevaluate those milestones so people are aware that we are fulfilling our promises on Patreon just in a way different order than we thought because we didn't think these things would come through as fast and work as well as they did. And the other thing I think that, um, in my opinion, what you need to start doing in the new year is offloading some of your work. You know, let let absolutely some other- yep. Yep. Let uh, let some other people do those movie reviews. Yeah. Or or movie commentaries. Sorry. You know what? Uh, Chris and Tim can sit, eat popcorn, and do a movie commentary. <laughs> right, yep. Commentary. Hell, I, me and me and Smitty can do you it. Could, we, yeah, we'll sit yeah. down. You know, he'll come over. We'll sit down in my my home theater, and we'll do a movie commentary. For and you. I'm all for that's, that. Yeah. You know, it's not a big deal. And I think that you need to start doing that and delegating a little bit yep. because um, you've got the people on the network that will do it and. Uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yep. I mean, Dave proved to me that I don't need to do everything because without him, we wouldn't have a Christmas special and it ends up being one of our best. And if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have been done. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, it'll give people a chance to to get out there. Yeah. Yep. Want to hear more? Want to hear more people and more viewpoints and ideas? And I agree. Like I agree. Yep. Yeah, it can only help the network. Now, on the positive side, what I'm looking forward to in the 2016, I am looking forward to more Universal coverage. Skull Island is coming this year. I can't wait to cover that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I have to say, my my Orlando to San Jose plane ticket budget is drastically going to have to go <laughs> up. Because, <sighs> shit, I'm going to have to fly to Orlando a lot. There's, of course, uh, Halloween Horror Nights 26. Mardi Gras, I'm covering this year. Um, although the bands suck this year, I think I might go yeah. see Ario Speedwagon and Diana Ross, and that's it. And that is a stretch. Ario Speedwagon, awesome. Um, I want to do. I really, really, really want to do this, and this is something I'll have to discuss with everybody very soon. I want to do a 24 hour live event. It Whoa. takes it takes exactly two thousand dollars to run news as the way it is right now for an entire year between media hosting. Between the phone system, between the live system, I wanted. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people that have asked, "How do I donate outside of Patreon?" If we do it, I would like to do a 24 hour Jerry Lewis esque telethon for the give those people an opportunity and to see if we can raise that two thousand dollars in one day, and then take that Patreon money and do even far more than I can imagine that we're doing right now with that money. That would be fun. I think it would be. It would work out well, too, because we have so many international listeners. So what's yep. the middle of the night for us exactly. is not yep. the middle of the night for the world. So there, there would always be a time and that someone that's listening, it's not like the middle of the night. Right. Yeah. And if, and, and if, if, and, and the, 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 the biggest perk would be no matter what you donate, you get like these 20, whatever we do in this 24 hours is the only time we do this. And if you donate, if you donate a dollar, 
If you donate a hundred dollars, you will get access to all the recordings so in case you miss some for the twenty four hours. So it's and even right. past that, like even if we miss it and someone wasn't even able to listen to a minute of it, you still get five dollars, you still get all these episodes that we did in the twenty four hours. That sounds like a that that sounds like a great idea, man. Okay. I'm in. Oh, cool. Cool. Good. Because I wanted to do uh, Halloween Horror Night speculate, 26 speculation as the opening show for that. <laughs> the, the, there we go. I'm in, I'm in to do some Trailer Pod Boys stuff. I'm in to do uh, five stuff. I'm in to do whatever the hell you want, man. Nice. Nice. Definitely want to do more with the Colin system. Since it works so well, I want to, I want to use it more. I want to, uh, I think our, our next Star Wars in character one, which hopefully will be this month, which was Dave's idea, is trivia challenge. Host versus callers. <laughs> you guys oh. suck. You guys are going to be fucking killed. Yeah, we'll be destroyed. <laughs> but still, it'll, it'll be, be fun. It'll be funny, though. Yep. I want to talk. I'm calling in, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to Scott Gardner from Two True Freaks about doing it like a monthly uh, park talk call in show where all we just open up with our. I open up with news from Universal. He opens up with news from Disney, and we open the phone lines and let people talk about whatever we want to about theme parks. I, I'd like to do that this year. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. uh, more, I'd like to do more on the neozaz.com website itself, like I did with Halloween Horror Nights. I want to do, and Quint, you and I will be discussing this very shortly, I want to do a scripted Halloween special based after something from Halloween Horror Nights, like maybe the Ooh. Hellgate's prison story or uh, Interstellar Terror, something like that. Like tell the whole story in a dramatic, in, a, in an audio drama. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm good with that. Okay, I definitely want to do the best of fives. Anyone submit with a little tutorial on how to record and how to send it to us. And then um, my big dream is a showcase piece for Christy. That's a parody of the Serial Podcast, which I don't want to go into too much about. Not that that's a secret. It's just I could talk another two hours about that. So that is like my big, big dream, big production piece for for Christy. So this is all in addition to what we're already doing. I'd love to see. I know it's a huge list, but you know, nose to the grindstone. I think it's stuff that can be done. Uh, you know, and the other thing is if you don't have a huge list of stuff to do and you're, you don't, uh, I don't know. It, it's better to have a long, long list and get as yep. much of it as you can done than not to have any ideas. Yeah, at all. Exactly. Yep. What are you guys looking forward to in 2016? If anything outside that scoop. Dead silence. <laughs> Actually, um, I'm looking for more creativity from Dave. Um, I've uh, yeah, Dave, every time do something. Every time that Dave has has his fingers in the creative stuff, I have enjoyed it. I have been, you know, laughing, crying, whatever. Uh, so I would I would like to see a lot more from that. Um, On a side note, Chris just changed the nickname of his ass to the creative stuff. <laughs> sorry wow <laughs> i couldn't resist that um i'm i'm actually looking forward to doing more trailer pod boys stuff i think that that was something we neglected this year yeah. and i i really want to get that stuff going totally agree yeah I, I thank you for saying that quentin i i like that idea too of having us all be more involved somehow like if if a special is written for for anything I mean, it would be cool to write uh, like a really self-aware, like kind of meta Neo's as network special, like Ooh. where the setting is where all they're together as a Neo's as group 
for a recording or for a convention or something like that and get everybody involved. Right, right. I mean, everybody, everybody. That would be great. And and some of the stuff that we talked about on Star Wars and Character, like um, we've already been talking about the possibility of returning to Wizard World, Philadelphia, if things go the way we hope they go, that would be great because it's those conventions are always really big and I'm not a convention person, but I have never gone there and not had a good time because right. we record something and Chris and I are really obnoxious at those things, but, <laughs> but in a good way, like we're yelling at people, like across the room yelling at people and making fun of people straight to their face and they love it. <laughs> and nice. and that's the kind of thing like I, I I like to it's like we're we're constantly putting on a show whether we're recording or not when we're at those tables and it's going to be a big one this year man Michael J Fox is going to be there he is yeah. yeah wow so and Leah Top they're going to have like a whole Back to the Future thing and Holy Leah Thompson um yeah it's 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 really like the biggest convention on the East Coast that's what they that's the way they bill it and it usually delivers. So wow. those are the kind of things that would be neat to do because it only, I mean, I, I said this to other people and I'm, I'm proud of doing this and I never thought that I would really kind of say that. Not that, not that we get into it to, to be proud of ourselves for doing this, but looking back on it now and having done all the stuff that we did just in this year and, and over the several years, I'm, I'm proud to say that I'm a podcaster if I can even say that. And, if if that means going to conventions and letting more people know that hey we're podcasters and that is something and it's probably something you'd enjoy, um, I'm all for that more and more in, in the next year. Nice. And I think one of the things that that you triggered for me is that I think I would like to see a lot more cross pollination going on with, um, with the the people that are doing podcasts on Neo says because I've had a really good time just sitting and chatting with Dave tonight and. You know, just doing doing a little bit more of that where it's just bring some people from different podcasts together on something else and then go forward. I think I'd like to see a lot more of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea, too. Yep. All right. I think that's it. I think that's more than it. That I did not expect us to be talking that long, but it was, I enjoyed the conversation. So I know, man. I got a pee. So that is 2015. <laughs> for anyone that stuck around to listen, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. I think 2016 is just going to be even bigger, but we will talk about that in a year from now. Just to wrap up, I will say thank you for listening and for all the latest that we do in 2016. You'll find that under neozaz.com. So until then, we will see you in the next episode of one of the many, many, many things we talked about tonight. Tells me you forgot I never brought you by.